So I think my info is pretty solid, but I don't want to get anybody in trouble. So I'm going to try to not say where I'm getting it from. No, that's yeah. <laughs> I see that again here at the Clash Files. Our sources are confidential, and you know we'll we'll. Uh, I, I hope you're willing to go to prison to, to protect <laughs> your source. Sure, why not? Being the uh, true journalistic uh, enterprise that we are. That's right. <laughs> it's the Clash Files. It's September 1st, 2017, and this is The Clash Files. I'm Rancid Mead, and today I'm joined by Chuck. Hey, what's up? Queen Mom. Hey, guys. And Goblin Slayer. Howdy. So, how are you guys doing this week? I'm doing good. And you, Chuck? I am okay with it. I'm just talking to some background sources. Sorry, so I got distracted for a second. <laughs> oh, okay, yes, yeah, so you and your background sources, you're the man in the know today. So, we'll, uh, we'll get to you definitely, and your rumors that you can uh, spread. What about you, Goblin? How's your week been? It's been great, man. It's been a really nice week here. Okay, super. Yeah, kid, kids back to school. We're getting back into that flow. She's got to get up at 5.30. Got to get her to the bus at 6.30, but she's a trooper. It's been a good week. Kind of tired, but... That's early for her. Yeah, it's early for anybody, really. Holy cow. Yeah. What grade is, what grade is she in? She started just started the fifth grade. Well, oh, my goodness. Early to Wait, bed. What time? Early to rise. Yeah, early to bed for sure. She goes to bed at eight. And definitely early. I, I to saw rise. elementary kids went to school like at eight something. Well, her school starts at seven forty-five. They can be in the classrooms, and eight o'clock is when the day starts. But um, she rides the bus to school, and it's a charter school, so she catches a, a community bus, um, and she's the first bus stop. Oh, so. I got to get her there by 6.34. Oh, wow. I remember being the kid on the first bus stop, and we had a 30-minute ride. In the- yeah, I went to a, a – we used to have magnet schools in Charlotte, meaning that you could live anywhere in the county and go to that school, and they would provide transportation. Mm-hmm. I rode the bus for an hour and 10 minutes each way. Jeez. Yeah. Now, oh. was it a school bus or was it a, a, a city bus that you rode? No, it was a school bus. I mean, there was, there was definitely a school bus. Um yeah, a lot of the days you just let's put your headphones on and fall asleep and take a nap, you know? Oh, you just reminded me of the, the horrific memory that I have from that bus ride is that for an entire year, bus driver had a cassette. And you remember that in the days of cassettes, there was 30 and 90 minutes. It was a 90-minute cassette, and every time we got onto the bus, it started at the very beginning of that one side. And for an, <laughs> an entire year... We listened to the exact same cassette twice a day. You knew where wow. you were on the bus route because of the song. It was, oh, God. So anyways, horrific childhoods aside, I guess uh, is now up here, it is definitely turning into fall. The poplars and the birch are losing their leaves. It's uh, getting a little cooler. What about you guys? Is it still nice down south where you folks are? It was kind of cool today. Was, uh, I guess. Define south. 60-something. <laughs> Further south than you, but I'm still north. Well, where are you, Chuck? I'm in uh, New Hampshire. Okay, so you actually get some almost real weather. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's getting a little colder today. It, uh, it, I think it barely crossed. It might have been low 60s today. It was pretty cool. Gobs and Queen Mom, they just get dangerous weather. They don't really get crummy weather. <laughs> yeah, it's been, uh, it's been a little bit milder here. 
Um, we had some a little bit of rain from uh, the hurricane come through like today and a little bit of yesterday, um, but not not many leaves are falling yet. We'll get that soon though. Okay, well, yeah, it was it was cool today, and we're supposed to get lots of rain tomorrow. So well, take advantage of the nice days while you can. It still is oh, a nice day to- here, but. My boys were supposed to have a baseball game tomorrow, but I don't see that happening. Well, um, since you guys are basically the the new co-hosts of the show, why don't we do just a little bit of a, a find out where you are in the game. Chuck, do you want to tell us sort of where your account is and uh, what town hall level you are? You know, the, the just the basics. Sure. Gets the- sure. As long as we don't do this every week. I'm sure nobody wants no, to no, do this I, every I, week. I, I don't think that <laughs> any of us really need to do much catching up because I don't think any of us are really going very far. So, yeah, so I'm a, I'm a Town Hall 11 Max Heroes. Uh, I've got a few uh, defenses to do from the last update, cannons basically, and a whole bunch of walls that I'll probably never finish. <laughs> so I've uh, I've kind of I've basically quit farming. I'll do a raid once every couple of days. Other than that, it's just war and builder hall stuff. So okay. And Queen Mom, what about you? My Queen account is um, over at. Uh, the clash files right now but it's home to kosar maniacs and it's uh town hall 11 um 45 king 42 queen and 20 gordo and i think i just have infernos to go one more level and mortars to go one more level and two dark elixir spells other than that it'll be maxed okay now uh, moving forward it- when you finally max out, you can make mention of it, but we won't. Queen Mom <laughs> used to be the lead of the Cosair Maniacs until how long ago? Maybe about five or six months. You kind of gave that over to Mr. Gray, or has it been that long yet? I don't know how long it's been. I think <laughs> I think it was sometime in March, I think. Okay, so yeah, Mid-March. I'm, I'm, yeah, my time frame is about right, and we just guesstimate here on the show. We don't have, have real dates and time frames. Since half of it's going to be rumors today anyways, uh, we don't need to do <laughs> Chuck, you're the leader of the Phantom Zone, which is actually turned into the Night Village uh, clan of superiority within the family itself. And uh, within, is it the USA or was it the world? And where did you guys get last month? Before I we, got to, uh, we got to 20 in the USA. And I forget where we were in the world. It was in the few hundred Okay, I, that is hella respectable. I think it's the CFF is a, a a family gathered a year and a half ago, and I think we got sixteen in the U.S. in just in you know normal clash. But we had some help getting to twenty, so we had some people from from CFF came over, and some people from House of Zod came over too. So it's a it's a good place if you want to come do some night mode pushing for a little, you know, talking and. Uh, Hanging out and seeing what other people are doing. It's uh, it's and it's cool because it came about really organic. We, we we play it a lot. You know, most of the clan, not everybody, but all of a sudden somebody said, "Hey, we're really high." We had no idea. It wasn't wasn't uh, intended. What about you, Goblin Slayer? Where is your account and where are you at with it? Um, right now my account is in the Clash Files clan. Um, we're doing an arranged war, and I am a max nine. 70 weight, 30 30, max walls, everything on that side of the map, on that side of the base is max. So there's no farming. Um, I still do keep a shield and I do, most days I get my loot bonus just because I like attacking in the wild. It's kind of a habit. Um, And on the night base, 
It's the uh, it's a it's a Builder Hall Five. I rushed, but I'm almost all the way caught up. Just have a few things in the lab and two levels on the uh, hero. So that's where I'm at. Now, okay. and I usually I usually hang out in the raid it, but I hop around a little. Okay, Queen Mom, I didn't ask you about Builder Village. Where, <laughs> where are you at? If you laugh, I think it'll just be entertaining. So. No, I'm at five. Okay, super. Yeah. Did you rush or did have you just been a slow progression and gotten everything done? No, I mean, I'm not rushing. I mean, I'm not understanding why GS rushed. Well, I'll tell you. I mean, I thought we learned that from a long time ago. Don't rush Clash. The thing, the thing is, um, I had uh, a, ten, a Town Hall 10 uh, Gobslayer that I did. I was playing on that account when the, the night base came out. And I did it the way that you're describing, you know, slowly, methodically, like maxed everything out at each level, probably except for the walls each time. And was there, you know, the day it was released or whatever. And the day I got the hero was the day that I sold the account. So I sold that account and I got this was my old previous mini that that Michael the leader of the raided um he was he was playing on it and he said I got too many accounts you can just have this one back. Um we want to keep you around and he hates the night base. Like he hates it. And he hadn't even built the boat yet. Yep. Like he didn't even look at that. <laughs> he didn't even go to the other side. And so when I got it back from him, I was like, I, I really want to get that hero and play with the hero. And I just have been doing like the first couple of levels are really fun with j basically just minions. Um, and then once you get baby drags, that's really what I like to play with is baby drags. Some bases I'll do um, one little camp of archers and the rest baby drags, but most of the time it's just baby drags. So, I've got the level 10, the max out baby drags for Builder Hall 5 and, and working on the heroes. So that's why I rushed this time. Well, for me, um, I I mean, I think everybody knows I'm a max 11, max everything. It, Pekka in the lab, it's the last thing to go, and I think it's got a couple of days. I actually haven't looked at my account in almost a week because of what's been going on in life and getting the edit for the last episode done and hunting season and all that kind of stuff. But the Builder Village... Um, I figured since I can't engineer it, I'm going to rush it. I just, that was the way that I, I just burst right through all the way to five to get that, that battle machine and the level 10 baby dragons. Cause Suda was using them and he was up over 3000 cups. And I figured, okay, well, if I want to make it over 2400, I need to, you know, try and follow suit a little bit here. So now I'm just slowly finishing everything for six, waiting for seven to come. But if seven comes out, at some point in time before I'm done, I think I'll go up. Uh, my battle machine is should be at eight, and I think I've got the night witches up at about five. My baby dragons are at twelve, and the rest of my troops are ten, like town hall five level or worse. Uh, I think my bomber guys are still level one. Uh, oh no, my cannon cart is level one. My bomber guys are level three. Uh, so mm. they're they're just completely unused and. Since I saw Baby Dragons in use, I really haven't done anything else. It's it's sad, but that's I get my three attacks in, I get my bonus. I'm sitting, I was sitting above three thousand cups the other day. I was really surprised. It just, uh, how did I get up here? But I, I know that's you know nothing to you, Chuck, and you're just kind of shaking your head, probably going, why, "Why are you in our way?" <laughs> well, actually, I was gonna 
I, I had a few comments, but um, you mentioned <laughs> oh, you pseudo being anytime. Let me just you mentioned that. well, you mentioned pseudo being uh, really high. He's so he's visiting us right now. He's at four thousand one hundred trophies with a level six battle machine. Oh my! So I don't know how he did it. I I'm actually stunned. So we got to figure <laughs> out what he's doing and do that. Yeah. <laughs> the the other comment I wanted to make was that um, it's right now it's completely opposite of regular clash. There's no there's no penalty to rushing, so you sh- you should actually should be rushing to get the uh, you know the new defenses and the new offenses and and get that hero up. Yeah. So I'm, I'm a rushed six. That's that's yeah the, the way I look. I'm at a it. rushed six. Um, and uh, yeah, no no downside really, other than you know wasting the gold to upgrade your storages to upgrade your town hall. That's the only real detriment is you you step back a couple of defenses, but um, you know. I'll I'll get mine to near max six i think if i uh flamethrower is it going to f- it should be done to four by now which i'm happy enough with that but everything else has been stagnant because that's it's- my only max defense is the roaster and uh the firecrackers now my firecrackers are still four i should upgrade those and get them maxed out because they're pretty cheap compared to everything else by this point yeah and it depends what you get hit with i get hit a lot with i mean you get hit a lot with baby drags right so you want to defend against those that's the thing is i never seem to Everybody seems to come with the giants, the archers, and the the, the wall breaker guy. If you're not I, getting hit with them, then I wouldn't. Then I wouldn't I, focus on those defenses. Yeah, that's I. Well, I like the flamethrower just because it's you know I'm hoping at level five it's going to be a lot nastier. But uh, the the other firecrackers, I rarely get hit with minions or, or uh, baby dragons, and I, I that's what kind of surprises me is and and makes me wonder what am I doing wrong because if I I'm the only one using that, it, uh, even pseudo he's using I think some giants and archers and barbs or and the the wall breaker guys i i don't know he he tells me about a new army every couple of days that i can't keep up he's, with. he's got a lot of troops max he doesn't have his hero max but he has a lot of troops max so yeah he's, he's probably uh i don't know what he's using we got to talk to him yes maybe one day we'll we'll get him on to, to talk about his village stuff um all right well that's kind of uh, and again uh Queen Mom, you're usually in Cosair. Chuck, you're the leader of Phantom Zone. Goblins usually over in the Raided, so if you're looking for them, they they might be found there, or at least found in their chats. I guess that's about it for catch-up on the game itself. Uh, going into the Clash Files family news, uh, we've got the CFF versus the RAC All-Stars on September 3rd. And this is just news to me, and it was kind of a surprise the other day. Jesse put out his podcast, and it was titled or at least the, the cover art had uh, the artist formerly known as Jezza. And, you know, whenever you see that, you know, he's just a creative guy and everything like that. You, you always wonder what he's up to. And I thought, what does that mean? And then I hear about he's retiring. And Gobbs, maybe you know a little bit more on exactly what this retirement means. Is it retirement from being a social personality uh and and being on podcasts or is it actually just sort of from the community and from the game um he's definitely gonna retire from the game uh he went over that a little bit on his podcast um he says that he's he's still gonna be around on he's not gonna make any more content so that's clash related at least he he did share that he just paid for another year's uh membership or whatever to to have the host to host the podcast so he's thinking about maybe like doing another podcast that's not related to clash just because he just paid for a year um but he said that he'll be around he's planning on selling his account to somebody that he knows 
Um, so if anybody is interested, uh, get in touch with him. But he said they'll be around on Discord and still on Twitter. So we'll still be able to talk to him. We'll still see him around. But obviously, I expect that to go that to go down a little bit, you know, after he really finds out that there's a whole world out there. It's fun being outside, you know? Well, yeah, sometimes it is fun being outside. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a real big bummer. It's a real bummer. I was super surprised when he shared that with me. Not totally surprised because I talk to him all the time. And, you know, he's been going on at it pretty, pretty hard for a long time. Um, and he's just kind of, you know, overall just kind of burned out with, with the game and the situation and stuff. So um, definitely wish him the best. He's a great guy. He's been great to have around the family for so long. Yeah, no, I, it, I just has been around for almost as long as the the family itself. Really, he came over shortly after we started it up, a little over two yeah. years ago, and you know he was a big part of building K two and a big part of building the rated, a big part of of really just the CFF. It, it's just kind of sad to see him that that he's not playing, but I'm glad that he's going to stick around, sort of the the community itself, and uh, keep in touch. You know, everybody. Yeah, absolutely. You know, they. I I can't speak for everybody I guess but maybe I will and just say that he's done so much for us again he's it's another sad day like Hal's podcast retirement and what he means to the community and and sort of what he's done in the past uh you know I can't think of how many times he's done a song for the in regards for the family in some way shape or form um for clash itself he's how many podcasts has he been on of other people's on his, uh, you know not of his own and it's just one of those sort of sad days, but on Tuesday, what's that? The fifth. Yes. It's the rated and who else? The wall is the okay. other clan that. We're so we're going to. I knew that he said that he mentioned to me that he didn't just want to drop the mic. He wanted to kind of you know have an opportunity to say goodbye to people. You know, these are friends that he's had for years, and we spend a lot of time with this. You know. So he wanted to do a war, and I didn't know this, but he kind of sprang it on me on the podcast for me to kind of put on an event. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Um, so we're doing a – I put a link out on Twitter. Um, we're doing a goodbye war for him. Um, you don't have to be a member of the CFF or of the Raidit to join up. Um, we're just using those two clans because they're high level and we own them, so – um, if you want into that, check out the rate it or my Twitter and uh, get into the discord channel. We're doing a 50 versus 50. I'm going to try to keep the numbers as close as I can. Um, but it's just basically to have, have one more hurrah and have one more um, uh, war and send them off the right way. We're at about 55 people signed up right now. Um, so it's kind of the first, first come first serve first hundred to sign up, get in. Sweet. Yeah. And, you know, one of the things that just a, partially from his extensive membership in K2, but even just being at other community events that Jezza attends, uh, he's famous for doing the uh, no far more chant within chat. And if he ever had the opportunity to put some kind of a <laughs> don't give me a far more song for our, our special event, you know, I, I hate asking him for and I, I think it's I asked him maybe about three or four times to put something musical together, the family, the show, or or 
something we're doing. But if he ever had, if, if this is any kind of inspiration, that would be the last thing that I could ask. So well, the, the thing is, is he's going to have a lot of time on his hands now. So maybe he will. I'm hoping that this is just <laughs> going to be a creative nightmare for him or for maybe not a nightmare for him, but for us that would just get this flurry of all kinds of interesting stuff that comes from him. Uh, yeah, maybe we'll yeah. harass him enough with music requests that he'll start playing again. So he'll have less time. <laughs> So uh, some of the other stuff going on in the family here, we've got uh, from, I guess, right now going the Town Hall 8 FC Tournament. The 3rd of September is going to be the 9s, the 10th of September, the 10s, and then the 17th, the 11th. Or, sorry, the Town Hall 11s uh, FC Tournaments. And uh, get into the Clash Files news to get more information on how to join up into that. On September 22nd, Auburn United versus Noble Hero. And uh, one of the other notes that I've got here is Queen Mama will be retiring once again from the game. Uh, <laughs> September 24th, 2024. Fake news! <laughs> I can't believe he put that in there. <laughs> it's not it, true, guys. Just ignore that. If it's written down, I just read it. It's the show notes. What do you want? Hal doesn't have to read them anymore, but I do. It's now in the ether, so it, yeah, there's no taking that back. Yeah. <laughs> um, so again, if you've got any uh, uh, news uh, that you want us to give any mention of, feel free to send me a message uh, or put it into the CFF Family News if you're part of my member or part if you are part of the CFF or ask a co-lead or lead, they'll be able to help you out as well. If it's something that is the permissions are are locked down on. Which wouldn't surprise me because uh, Fox has got that thing just tight as far as all of our Discord channels. One of these days I'd like to have Fox on so she can talk about some of the work that she does back in the scenes. She doesn't get to play much anymore, but uh, this is her geek out that she does for the family. It is just a huge support that uh, maybe some of the, the people that have joined the family in the last little while might not even know about. Moving on to Clash news, I'm going to basically say that other than... For the I was complaining last week that or last show that there wasn't any events. Well, they had the event and it was that stupid birthday present spell. Did any of you guys use that in your attacks? I, I mean, I'm not even asking for war attacks. That's just that would just be a really dumb question. But out in the wild, did you did you <laughs> use it at all? I did just to get the gems. Okay, I that I, I understand. Was- yeah, I I was bummed I didn't get the gems. I, I didn't do it. I wish I had that 250 gems, though. <laughs> I did not do it on ETH because I, I didn't get the chance on DBF. And, and it, at his level of Town Hall 9, even I, I got him up in the Titans, too, and I wasn't going to mess around with that. That just, no, screw it. I got level 2 Valks, and I'm trying to hit Town Hall 10s and stop it. I need what I've got. And on Rancid, I just didn't feel that the 250 gems was worth it trying to hit max 11s I, I did you use it on max 11s or was it just did you find lower where are you in cups right now queen mom that's maybe the question i need to ask i'm in titans too so wherever okay. whatever trophies that is but yeah i used it being up there on 11s okay what about you chuck i just did you- i just dropped them on infernos and said the heck with it just so i could get my 250 gems okay so where are you in cups, Chuck? I'm in Titans too. I'm at 4,400 right now. I didn't use the spell at all, so I, okay against it, anything. It, was it what? What was the reason? Is just because it was not effective, or 
It was just something uh, that <laughs> I actually didn't even notice it for the first few days. Okay. So <laughs> it was a busy week. Yes. Well, I mean, I was doing some attacks, but I just I just missed the little exclamation point in the right side and never even saw it. Wow. You could. You're one of those people that could miss the boat. I could. I didn't, but I could have. Yeah. I, you could have. How do you not see the little exclamation point? That would drive me crazy if I. Oh, I saw the exclamation point. Did... I just didn't click it. Uh, <laughs> I would have to click it just to get rid of the exclamation point. Well, that, that was would the... drive me crazy. The thing that's been driving me crazy is between the two accounts. There's always that exclamation point, but it's always been just, <laughs> oh, the builders in New York. I just don't <laughs> care. The builders in New. York. I'm sorry. Well, that's that's, yeah. that's great. That's stuff, it for me but too. I don't have the time for that today. I've got two accounts, two exclamation points, and I play Clash Royale with two accounts, two more exclamation points every time I log in, so I've just quit on the exclamation points. <laughs> I know you were saying, Gobs, that you don't do much. You do your daily attacks. Did you use it when it was available just for free gems? The, are you talking about the, uh, the spell? Yeah, that birthday present thing. Uh, I never used the spell, but I did use the, um, the battering rams like a week or two two ago um i don't know that was a completely different deal but um i actually like the battering rams i, I kind of side funneled some goho attacks so i like that i never tried the, uh, the wizard spell no okay the only thing i liked about the wizard spell was that i got probably about three defenses this season up and fed about 5200 cups because of it and uh, well b- bad attacker and then they bring this spell too um i ended up with <laughs> Uh, I think it was a total of four presents through that whole period. That's the only I, four attacks this whole season, or or that whole time is all I got used, or it got used on me. And like got I said, one. Mo- most of them were failed. You only got one. Oh, we got one. I only got one as well. I, how many cakes Sorry, did you guys get? Did you keep track, or did you just collect them? I still got them all. I, I got eight. Eight, sweet. I got eight too, I, and rancid. Yeah, but I got rid of all of them except one. Oh, you're a picker. Aren't you? Yeah, my okay. base can't be all messed up. I have, um, on that account, I have the whole ring around the outside of trees and Christmas trees and a pumpkin, I think. Um, and I had to delete a couple of trees to get the cake. And then one <laughs> fi- finally spawned near the outside. And once I got the one cake, I just deleted any 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 of the other ones that popped up. Uh, okay, Queen Mom, I just I have to ask you a question here. Have you looked at my base in the la- my farm basin? No. Okay. So since Hal has refused to take my account if I die, I am now I'm gonna actually I'll will it to you some way that forces you to keep it the way that it is. And it will just drive <laughs> you nuts. No way. It wouldn't happen. I'm looking at it now, it's pretty good. It's it's similar to mine, but better. It- no, just out of where curiosity. Where are you at? Uh, I'm in K2. That's where You're I live. in K2 right now? Yeah. Well, I know that's where you live. I just didn't know if you ran somewhere doing a war with someone. Let's see. Not this weekend. It's, it's hunting. Season, yeah, so. no. I would be gemming all of those to go away. And I've done a little bit of checking around, looking at other people that are kind of these, these have these, you know, overgrown accounts and stuff like that. I have not seen a cap on any kind of decoration so far that you get for the holidays, but I have noticed that it is, I believe, a th- I have to recount on my base, but I think it's a 39 uh, tree, stump, what have you, limit. I've never seen anybody with more. So and the holiday ones don't count towards that? That was a question they, I always had. 
they seem to keep growing. Every holiday season, I get five, six, eight, whatever I can. One year, I think I got 12 of the, the, the golden black trees three years ago. They grew everywhere. Um, last year's tree, I only got six of them in total. The trees that are on my base, I have left since town hall. So if anybody sees anybody with more than 45 trees, I want to know. I'm going to complain. <laughs> <laughs> complain to Supercell and you might get what you want. It's, they need they, to make the map bigger again for more trees. They might, yes. And if you uh, are talking to Supercell, ask for Matt. He helped Adam Abair, uh and he's a great guy. So you just type in, when you type in your, your email question to uh supercell, say, hi, this is my problem. And could you please refer me to Matt? I'm sure he'll appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> and I think they all know Matt because he's just so and helpful. Matt now officially hates you. So you're getting no help from Matt next time you email. <laughs> no more trees for you. Yeah. So Goblin, you actually touched on a little bit of maybe clash news that um now the, the battering rams are back. The giants are back in the builder huts. Uh, I don't know how long these are going to last. And that spell is back because it went away for a short period of time, didn't it? And now it's back. The wizard spell yeah. gives you the presence. But I am so thankful that the, uh, the shrink spell has gone away. I just, I hated that thing farming so much, so much. Yeah, that thing was the worst, really. Oh, it it ruined so many war attacks. I mean, the giants were one thing. Your queen could one-shot them. It wasn't a big deal because they were just, you know, level one giants. But that thing, it it could break your raid like nothing else. If it your most of your troops hit that thing and they were under, like, infernos or, or something else that was, oh, it was sad. Just- oh, man, any town hall level. And the thing is, I get that they would, I get the the fun of it on the um, regular farm base. Like I get that it's fun. Like you kind of watch and you're like laughing and yeah, you're like, Oh man. Or like you watch somebody else at your base and you're like pointing your finger and laughing at them. Yeah, like that's fine. Exactly. The only or when it's one happening that really on your off is like pushers, you know, I mean, I get that they would be pissed about that, but you know, m- most folks that war in this game, they get two attacks every couple of days. And for them to include that one in the in war, like that was not a good decision, in my opinion. Like that's not no, funny, you agree. know, for anybody. I agree as for well. That to happen to. I, I would have been a perfectly satisfied, happy with it. I put it on my base and find a convenient place to to mess over somebody that's pushing in legends, or you know, or just hitting me because they're they're taking some loot, but. In war, no. These people spend, you know, we all spend a lot of time on our war attacks. And, and even if it's just the, the five or ten minutes looking at a base and building or things like that. Something like that is, it's, it is too devastating to take up four tiles. If it was a six by, or a three by three, I, I'd be perfectly fine with it. You can plan for that. You see a three by three opening in a, in a, a base. You know, then you can plan around it. But a two by two, you're treating that like a Tesla or a giant bomb or, or, you know, maybe a, a, a couple of small bombs in a spring trap or, you know, something like that. That, that, that's, it's just too small to hide on a 244 by 244, at least in my yeah. opinion. It's, yeah, I get it. It's, uh, the thing is, too, it, it I never mean, you know, failed. Oh, sorry. No, no, go ahead. I was just going to say, say something about the friendly wars, but go ahead. Uh, the only thing I was going to say about the shrink trap is it, it never failed to surprise me. 
every time I was like, damn, not again. <laughs> like I was never prepared for it. I did a war I did a war attack and I got stuck right in the middle of like doing a, the queen walk and she shrunk and I thought that she died because I didn't know where <laughs> she was. And I got so mad and I started panicking, like, okay, now she's dead, now what? And then all of a sudden she gets big again. And I was like, <laughs> That's so, the, the yeah, thing I noticed, that, Queen. That pissed me off. No, it's it, the, that was the thing is that I watched uh, Turbo do an attack and he was uh, doing 11 on 11. And he dropped his queen for the walk, put the four healers behind, and took she took two steps and hit that thing. And she yeah. was under like three point defenses at once two archers, an expo, and maybe even some more. And I thought, oh man, it's over. His queen's dead. But because of where it puts her health, it basically means that those four healers under rage were giving her, were keeping her full health. Nothing could hurt her. It was amazing. I was like, oh, she's the, she was really in, in that circumstance. It seems like she's the only thing that wasn't affected by that trap other than she takes forever to shoot one stupid thing because she's doing so little. Damage. And yes, she disappears <laughs> on your phone, especially. She just, what, what, where did all of my, yeah, it was really, but did I use the cloak? What happened? I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what do I do? What do I do? She it says that well, she's I still got an ability, what I but. Did. Oh yeah. I I think I used her ability thinking that <laughs> somewhere she was still alive, but then I really thought she was dead and yeah, I was that just totally screwed my attack up. Okay, well, if it ever comes back and the Supercell or at least within Clash, they do like to repeat things every once in a while. Um don't panic if your queen trips it. That's probably if you trip it on the beginning of your walk, that's probably the best thing that could happen in the whole raid. She should survive. So unless they make a change between now and they, the time they bring. Right. <laughs> Other than that, I don't think I've seen much as far as clan clash of clans news. Uh, but Chuck, why don't you take it from here? Oh yeah. So I've heard rumors that the next builder hall update will be coming very soon. Okay. Let me just um, interrupt you right now for a second. The clash files does not legally take any responsibility for any information given on the show. Go right ahead. <laughs> yeah, let's also be clear. There's this there's a good chance these rumors are completely false, right? So you can make fun of me in a week or two if it doesn't come true. But you but, know what? Uh, I Chuck, ha- oh, the, part of the reason that sorry to interrupt you again, but part of the reason that I I added you, or at least I, I considered you as part of the team, is that you've been around for a long time, and I think that you have a secret insight that you are sort of the Halligan. Rep- I, I try oh, not, that's I I promise I'll try not to rip on you like him, but. Well, uh, let me say, if that's why I'm on the show, you're going to be sorely disappointed because I got <laughs> nothing. You wait. <laughs> Except for this one time. Maybe yeah. I have something this time. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll roll with this one time. So what have you got for us today? <laughs> okay. So I've heard that Builder Hall 7 is coming very soon, maybe as early as a Builder Hall 7 tournament this weekend with uh, the, dro- the update dropping on Tuesday. Now, I heard the same rumor last week, and it didn't come true. So, again, take that with a grain of salt. When Builder Hall 7 comes out, we know we'll have things like level 14 troops. We know that we'll have the drop ship that's already kind of shown in game. We know we'll have a giant cannon that's also been shown in game. Some of the other rumors that I've heard of that are not we don't know about is the builder machine will go up to level 20. 
which this starts to sound like the beginning of the painful grind that you see at like Town Hall Nine, right? With the yep, all these levels of uh, of heroes. So that doesn't sound fun. Um, a fifth army camp. You might remember they promised a fifth army camp at Builders Hall Six, and then they didn't give it to us. So that would be coming now. A second guard hut. So another one of those is going to be brutal. We talked earlier about how there's really no penalty for rushing. Rumors are that this update will have a loot penalty when you hit a lower builder hall, like in the regular base. Okay. So that would now be the the reason to no longer rush your town hall or your builder hall. Okay. And then uh, I've heard they're coming out with leagues. No idea what leagues will be, but I've seen a screenshot that shows a wooden league at 400 cups, silver league at 1400 cups, gold league at 2600 cups, and metal league at 3800. Okay. Well, uh, again, keeping in sort of with the past of the show, uh, we're all about speculation here. So, Queen Mom, what do you think the leagues will entail? <laughs> I have no clue. Well, that's exactly the point. Take a guess. What would you like to see if there was a league? If you were at, at 2,400 cups, what would you like to see on top of the, the, the pittance in gold and elixir that you get? Um, gems? Okay. <laughs> now you're talking. I no. That is a perfectly reasonable I have a answer. feeling that might be your answer to everything. What, <laughs> gems? <laughs> hey. Maybe if you get to the high league, you get the glitch back from uh, last year. Oh, that would be great, too. I'd go for that. What about you, Gob? What do you, what do you um, think leagues I, could I bring? Guess I guess. Gems. <laughs> Glitches and gems. No, I guess that <laughs> other than like getting that cool badge, um, in the regular game on the day day base, you only get like a higher bonus, right? That's the only difference, and mm-hmm. a longer shield even. So maybe in the builder base, like they give you an even bigger loot thing, or maybe they give you a little bit more, uh, kind of like a clan castle type of deal where. I know that you can't get your loot stolen in the build, builder base, but maybe like they can give you uh, some other type of resource storage or another way to get resources the higher you are in the game. How about another attack? Yeah, Ooh, that would be cool There you too. go. Like, the there. higher See? you go. See, yeah, the, three is just idea. not enough. I mean, more attacks would be good. Yeah, I would push higher to farm more. I, and really, you need to right. at, at five and six, and now possibly. Yeah, that's well, a great right, idea. Right now, too, you you do you know you do get more loot as you get higher in trophies, but that caps at three thousand. So mm-hmm. there's no incentive loot wise to go above three thousand. They have to they have to bump that up as well. Um, really, just just access to loot in general is is pretty tough. Right. Yeah, I like the idea of um, the the kind of a personal bonus. Some of the other things that maybe once you get into a higher league, you can uh, do friendly challenges within your clanmates. If you unlock that yeah. at, at a that certain It needs to level. come someday too. I, I really, it does. And I'm wondering what they can do with some sort of clan interaction at this point in time. Uh, other than seeing your name above somebody else's name on the leaderboard, what's the point as a group to sort of, you know, get up or push up? Um, so the, the, the clan perks would be nice at that point in time. You unlock or you open up. If your clan is sitting above, uh, I don't know, 20,000 cups, everybody gets an extra attack or you yeah, know, like every, clan leagues. E- everybody gets an extra bonus. That could be another perk. You get up higher in leagues. I get an extra clock tower boost because of that. 
or my clock tower boost gets extended as long as I'm up there. So that it's not just set in stone that once you get there, you're going to always have a 10-minute boost. No, you've got to stay there to get that boost, which, I don't know. There's I, I, Right now, I can't see with what they've got in the game, the way that the, the engine sort of works as to what they can or what a bonus would be. But those are some things that I think would be easy to work in. Yeah, the um the, the clan dynamic aspect of it is interesting. I mean, they built it on top of a game that already has all the clan war stuff and, and the reasons that people will play together and donations. Um, but, but they've struggled with that in clash Royale. And I, I feel like it's going to be the same with builder hall. They need, they need something to, to pull people together to play as a, as a clan. And they just don't have that yet. I'm mm-hmm. sure they're working on it. Oh yeah. This game's got a long way to go on that, that sort of on the backside now or on the down low. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it, you guys are, uh, I, I don't know. In we post a lot of re- replays, but it's I would say it's maybe sixty forty when it comes to you know clash replays and then builder village replays. Depends on the day too. But what about you guys in Phantom Zone? Is it mostly builder village replays, or has that dominated as well in your clan? No, it, we we. I mean, I'm looking through our text now, our chat now, and in our last hundred messages, we've got zero builder builder hall replays. Maybe. I don't know, a dozen a day or something like that. It's not, it's not like we're sitting here playing it all day long, but, but I think uh, most of us get our attacks in and, and maybe do a couple extra pushing attacks. I uh, don't even know how to show a replay to my clan of the builder hall base. You have oh. to hit the attack button, and then in the lower right, there's the battle log. When you open that, it shows all of your battles in the last little while, and you can hit replay. Really? really? I don't even know. <laughs> That's really sad, because I don't even know about any of that. That's I was okay. going to say, first of all, you have, have to do a been... Builder Hall attack. <laughs> I have been meaning to ask everybody, like, how can you see all your uh, attacks that you did and watch the other person's attack? Because I can't find it anywhere, but... I guess I've been too lazy to even look. It's okay. So I didn't know that you could <laughs> see the troops in your CC until last show. I, and I don't know how long that's been going on. I asked for it and then didn't even know. To, oh, don't worry. <laughs> I am really looking forward to the day they give you builder hall friendly challenges because I think the, the skill level of the world at large is going to get, you know, significantly better right now. There's no way to practice. That's exactly it. That's why I would like to see, you know, friendly challenges unlocked at some point in time. I mean, if that I'm afraid to try new armies, right? And try new strategies and things new, like that. Try new bases. That would be like almost doing Clash Royale stuff. What's because wrong with I that? To... <laughs> oh. Clash Royale, when I did that against my own guys when I was in there, I wanted to rage quit <laughs> so bad. I got so mad because I kept on losing all the time. So, yeah, I didn't like that. <laughs> that's why that's why I quit. E Street can tell you all about that. He made me rage quit. <laughs> it's once a day on Royale for me. I'm out of here. I'm tired of this game today and I shut it off and don't look at it again until it's time to request some, some cards. So oh, I'm so glad I deleted so that game. I love it. It makes oh I the the I think some of the most fun that I've ever had on voice is playing uh, two-player vo- Royale matches, either against somebody just, you know, mano a mano, but, or, um, as a, even more fun is, is as a team with, uh, somebody in clan that can hop on voice. 
and play along with you because not only can you tell each other, okay, you know, I, I want to play this or I'm going to play this, play it back, you know, do this, I'm going to try and do this. But you can share laughing when you smother the other opponent, you know, when you run the clone spell and it just murders them and you're sitting there, you're both giggling to yourself. It's just shared good times that I can encourage. Just remember, for every giggle is somebody on the other side ready to slit your throat. Oh, yes. Exactly. I, I, <laughs> thankfully enough, in the two-player, uh, my deck works well with a lot of people in clan. It doesn't work with, well with some people. Um, it's probably I, a good thing I left Clash Royale. <laughs> I think you'd have a lot more fun playing. Have you? Did you play during the 2v2 time, Queen? So the what? During the, the two-player battles where you could have you and a teammate play against somebody no else. you gotta come back no. for that you draw you no. really do she played for like a week yeah she it, played I, for like a week and then quit i didn't like play a for ago. a week <laughs> maybe two <How> <laughs> <laughs> did you, did, you played for like five or six weeks right and then you were like f this yeah i did but, too because uh between e street and can't remember who else it was. I think it was Sir Lancelot, and they just kept beating my butt, and I was like, "I'm done." Oh, Queen, and- you've got to come back because now, like since last April, they uh, changed the the player versus player battles so that yeah, your but cards, you know how far behind I am. It makes no difference. Your cards. Oh, I are think equal. it would. No, your cards equal theirs now. They up your cards and they downgrade theirs. So you all get capped at the same level. So you're playing with cards that are at max level for the, the, the play arena. And they are too. They, they, you have an equal balance. And that's what makes the, the player versus player a lot more fun now. In the old days, yeah, for the first almost year of the game, if you went up against a clanmate that had way better cards, you, they just smoke you and it's just became no fun. And that's why I think a lot of people gave it up at that point in time. Cause it was a lot of fun at the very beginning when everybody had, you know, equal level cards, but as soon as some people shot up over the rest, it it really was a deterrent or, a, you know, it was discouraging to play those things like that after a while. And I, I think that's kind of why you gave it up, wasn't it, Gobbs? Is going out in the wild, you just getting discouraged to having to go against. <laughs> no, that wasn't that wasn't necessarily it. Like I played for a while in the thin crust, I believe it was, and quit kind of when I uh took a break from the, the the regular clash game but then this time when i came back i was in your clan i think mm-hmm. it was called thick crust mm-hmm. um, deep dish or deep dish deep i can dish. never keep yeah, it right deep dish. and it was great man i love playing it uh super competitive you can pop on there have fun for five minutes or have fun for an hour 2v2 came out i loved that i loved there was one time when we were able to do uh, four people in the clan, two against two, and we did some of those. Those were fun. But I just, I was always tops on donations. I always did a lot of attacks every day, but I just wasn't ever getting the legendary cards that I wanted. Like, I always wanted to play with the log, with the uh, ice wizard, the princess, or the uh, uh, e wiz. And no matter what I did, I could never get any of those. You know, and, and you raged like, quit. Yeah, Obviously, you got, didn't spend hundreds got, of dollars then. Yeah, I just got <laughs> super frustrated because uh, total, like in total, I spent a total of ten dollars on that game, and I was Good like, I'm not gonna buy the cards. Like, I'm playing all the time. I'm supporting my clanmates. I'm supporting this game. 
you guys need to give me some cards and they didn't give me any. And I was like, no, nah, I can live my life without you. Um, and so I quit <laughs> and, uh, it was good. Like for, for a while there, especially when the two V two came out, I would get on there and sometimes like two hours would go by. No lie. Like, oh, gee, just, yes. I, if I was in there, I would have gave you cards that you wanted. No, 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 no. You can't give me a legendary that I don't have. I don't think you can even request those to like up those no, cards. You can't. No. Oh, well, the then two, screw them. Um, Lava Hound. I had a Sparky. It's not like I didn't have <laughs> any of the legendaries. But you know what's funny is that I did see the the tweet from Clash Royale um, when they brought the two v two back this time, and I saw a bunch of tweets uh, about people opening legendaries that they'd never gotten before. And so I downloaded it again, and they, lo and behold, they gave me the log. Log! Uh, nice. Yeah, so, so I've been running that with my Knight a Hog uh, Lightning deck, but I don't play like I used to. Like, sometimes I don't even log in at all. Sometimes I'll hop in there and get my four chest. Um, it's not anything like it used to be, and I'm not even in a clan right now. Well, come back um, to but uh, Deep Dish. I'll have you. No, no, That's... no. I don't want to get all I don't want to get all involved in that again, because it's just going to make me mad again. <laughs> You'll have fun. You'll get some cards. We'll do a lot of two v twos. That's really it is. It is super fun. I love the game. But Chuck was right earlier. Like it's such a completely different dynamic. Um, And I'm not even talking about the game itself. Just the whole clan atmosphere. Like sometimes, like a super active clan that everybody is doing their attacks. We get one of those chests in half a day. Like there'll be eight hours that go by and there's not a new message. Like there's no. Like there's not really an incentive to talk like there is in Clash of Clans. So. Yeah, it's it definitely is a different uh, social dynamic in there. Some most days, for I would, sure. I would say, I kind of think that that just kind of goes in, in waves, especially for some of our people that are now involved in Builder Village and pushing cups in on Clash and things like that as well. But eh, come back if you can. We'll have fun. So, <laughs> and see. I had. <laughs> I had three ideas for Royale that if Supercell's listening, I had two card ideas. Well, one's it's sort of the same card, but they should give us at the last Sunday of every month should be epic requests or uh, legendary requests on where you can request a legendary. Chuck, if somebody requested a legend card that you had one of four, would you give it up? Probably not. You suck. <laughs> <laughs> you suck. <laughs> well there you go <laughs> i still think it'll work i i definitely would um i i would because i want to make sure that everybody in the clan has all the cards to play with i'd give you if i think i've got a log that i could give away if i had the opportunity to get if you're just requesting one log to get it no big deal after a while yeah it might be hard but you're only going to get one card it's the request. It's not like even four, oh, four yeah, purple right. cards. Not it's one card from everybody. But yeah, I get one that. One person. It would only be, I would only give you a card if it was for something that I didn't use, right? I mean, like if you asked for a Sparky, <laughs> I would give you all of those all day. I, yeah, but I, nobody's asking for those. It's why I give murders <laughs> away and bats. I don't use them so that you can have all well, of my God. Here's the thing. It depends what they give you back for gold for the exchange. I Exactly. So I think they, if would, I'm getting they like, can make it worth it. You know, so a legendary in the shop costs 40,000 gold. If you get like 20,000 back for donating, yeah, I might do that. Yeah, that'd be awesome. There's another uh, thing that uh, I think it was Suda that reminded me of it. it. We were playing Star Wars Battlefront, which is sort of a similar type Star Wars game. 
And they had the opportunity where you could trade in a legend and you'd get another legend. I would, and he, I mean, maybe it cost you five grand in gold, but I'd pay to trade in Sparky for the possibility of getting anything other than a Sparky back. That's that would be the deal. Cool. Did you know what you were getting back or was it random? It was random. But that's awesome. Yeah. I, it's like, I, a like I said, I would give up a Sparky to get anything other than a Sparky. I that's would right. give up, uh, Geez, I'm just trying to think of. I, I, I'd give up my lumberjack. That's a that's a rare or a legend, isn't it? Because I never use anything for the opportunity, maybe to get a night witch or to get uh, Mister uh, Black Knight. I hate you so much. Can't win with that oh, thing. The Mega at all. Knight, <laughs> yeah. You know, something like that it, it, to give us the option. But the other one that uh, I wanted to see was a a defensive card, and the the what is it? The guard post in Night Village inspired it. To basically have a little building that you can drop on the map that has a barbarian and an archer that circle it 180 degrees apart from each other. And they just continually circle it until they come across troops within their sight range. And then they'll engage the troops. And if it the troop dies, another one pops out 180 degrees where it came from and will continue to circle around. So at some point in time, you might actually have a barbarian and an archer defending your your stuff. And it lasts just like any other building. It has a timer on it and it could be exploded and taken down and things like that. But you could do that with the, uh, 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 like a barbarian hut. And you could also do it with, uh, goblins. You could have like a goblin cave that the speary goblins and the, the stabby goblins popped out of it instead of a barb and an archer. That was just my, I don't know, moment of inspiration for Royal that I've had in the year and a half that I've been playing for. So <laughs> I like it. Well, we we never do anything like in the, in the old days of uh, the uh, Clash of Clans podcast with Scotty and Boneyard. They would have contests where they'd ask people, you know, what new troop do you think you should come out or what should be this or that? So we never really do that here on the show because if uh, we had the opportunity to have something, in the, if you ever come up with it, feel free to express your ideas. Supercell you might can be, be sure listening. if we do a contest like that, that we'll get a, a Hydra idea from Vadlag. <laughs> <laughs> He's just recycling ideas like I am tonight. Uh, I think he's still bitter that that one didn't come to fruition. Well, Goblin Slayer, part of the reason that you're with the show is because of your involvement with the the war scene. Much You're much more in tune with it than I have any time to keep track of. Chuck, I don't know how much you keep up with the CWL stuff and sort of some of the poor stuff and all of that, but I know Goblin really takes an Queen Mom, we know that you're, uh, you've got your feet already are up on the table and sipping a drink and just kind of relaxing over in Corsair and having a lot of fun and, and sort of touring around the family. Gobs, since you've taken that interest, I've asked you on the show to kind of give us an update on a weekly basis of new attacks, new strategies, interesting wars, anything like that. You're sort of our war, roving war reporter. So what have you got for this week? And go ahead and plug any information about how to contact you. Okay, awesome. Um, when you came to me with this idea, I thought it was a great idea. Um really cool because we have so many uh clans that are in our family and and a lot of them have uh found our family through the podcast and are super excited about you coming back out you know coming out with the weekly content so it's going to be cool to watch this kind of this idea kind of grow and develop over, over time i got i've only got a couple of updates from our family just because of the time frame like you just asked me to do this like last week so I got a, I've got an update from uh, Bad Intentions, which Bad Intentions is the Clash Files kind of high highest tier, like focused on war clan. 
they are in CWL Premier, right? So they CWL has four tiers. Um, each tier has a different breakdown, and Premier is the second highest. It really fits their desired breakdown for their clan. Um, they are three and one. They've done four uh, four wars this season, and they are tied for first in their division. Damn. Uh, this yeah, this weekend was a buy. They're doing the CWL All Star Wars. There was one for the lower two tiers, and then there was one for the the upper two tiers. I think, I think that their tier actually had all of Premier League together for one All Star War, and then the uh, Invite League, which is the top league, they actually went up against the Japanese All Stars. So I think some of that's being streamed. Um, but they're three and one, tied for first in their division, and they have representatives from their clan that are in the All Star War this weekend: uh, Fant, Rob, Beast Mode, Maddie, Green Arrow. Um, those are their All Stars that are representing Bad Intentions in the All Star War. So that's pretty cool that they got all those guys in, and they just spun Potluck tonight. Um, I think they spun cruiserweight. They're four elevens, ten tens, and then the rest nines. Um, and they caught Warren Glory, who uh, Warren Glory was in the final of the Invite League on the Clash of Clans stream last season. So that should be pretty exciting to go up against those guys. They're pretty competitive. You know, they they're very well organized. They spend a lot of time planning their uh, strategies and their their attacks. So that's pretty cool. Quick update on the rated. We've just been spinning mostly uh, randoms, and then uh, every week we go up against bad intentions to test bases. Sometimes all the 11s will hop into one side, and the 10s will go to the other to work on dips and to work on the 10 v 11s. You know, sometimes you know we we just mess it up, so it doesn't really matter who wins. We're just getting practice. In our randoms, we've been spinning a lot of really really good randoms lately. Um, Jeff, Big Bear Jeff is in charge of doing our spins, so he's always really conscious of the breakdowns that we spin so that we don't get, you know, engineer clans or anything like that. But we've gone against Reddit Hounds, One Hive Genesis, Piney Army, Va- one of the, the Valor Del Harris clans, uh, Code Enigma, Immoral Reapers. Those are our last matches just in a row. And we've uh, we've won several. We had a couple of that were really close. The One Hive Genesis War was very, very close. But we had an 11 that had real life come up. And we weren't able to get his attacks in. So we ended up losing that one. But those are the only two updates that I have for right now from the CFF family. Uh, I plan on kind of roving around, like you mentioned, and getting updates from all the clans. Um, keeping this relatively short, but anytime that anybody in the CFF sees a cool attack, something that's different, or if they want me to jump in and do a war, please, you know, don't be shy. Send me an invite. This thing is fluid. Let's keep it cool. Um, I did watch, uh, Cleric Dragoon. He's fantastic. He's on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Um, he's kind of a close friend of the family. He came out with a town hall nine video this week and it was all Pekka's. (laughs) <laughs> so he was calling he was calling this attack. I think he called it, he called it a Pekka smash, right? You don't see a lot of Pekkas used for three star strategies anymore or ever. Really, <laughs> it's always been kind of a running joke. But this is really a really cool comp. Um he had he showed three three raids. Two of them were from guys from Brits on Tour, which was I think that was kind of started by CFF members. Mm-hmm. Um but it's basically three 
three Pekkas that are funneled in, and then three healers on the Pekkas, and then you get wizards behind them that will kind of follow the Pekkas and continue to um, funnel them. And then you drop your heroes, and then you do backside hogs. So it's really cool. Like the Pekkas, when you have three of them together, they were just absolutely one-shotting the walls and everything. And then he was just, they, were, they weren't even using jump spells. They were just using heals and rages. Um, but he had three different attacks, all looked like all max nines on the video. So it's pretty cool. Something to try that's different in FCs, you know, do FC night or something. But uh, definitely check that out because that's something different and I hadn't seen it before. So it's Cleric, Cleric Dragoon on YouTube. Um, if we've got any videos that you want everybody to, uh, you know, if, if you've got the link to it, we can add them to the show notes so that uh, they'll be in clickable, I guess, on if you take a look at the, the notes on the, the backside of the, the broadcast, wherever you get it, through Spreaker or iTunes or anywhere. Anything like that, as well as the contact information is all available in those notes. Now, Gobs, you indicated something that actually has been frustrating me for a little while, that I... I really want to know about, and maybe it's an assignment you can come back to us next show, is what is sort of the ideal breakdown to avoid the engineered clan? Sure, absolutely. I'll pick a couple of guys' brains. I know that Goat is really good at spinning those breakdowns to get the really good matchups. And Jeff, like I said, he spins all of our matchups pretty much, and he always... I think that for the most part, and I'll, I'll definitely do the homework, but I think that for the most part, you want twice as many 10s as 11s, um, and you don't want, usually, you don't want more than five or six 11s to begin with, and you want to keep your own side down uh, as, as far as a minimum. You don't want a, a lot of point fives. I know that uh, there's not a lot of folks in our family that are engineered, you know, quote unquote. We do have some. Um, but we all, I think pretty much at some point in time have come in contact or been a 0.5, but I think that you want to keep those at a minimum, but I'll definitely do some research and come back with a more definitive answer for you. Okay. The other question I had on that was how has that changed since the, didn't they release recently release the balancing changes to avoid engineered clans? I'd like to say that they did, but I don't see it in K2 at all. I we don't just either. Keep getting hammered by yeah. it. We're, we're keeping our head above water most wars, but it's still rough. We see clans that we're out, you know, they've got 10, 12, 14 extra Town Hall 11 hits. Sure, their bases get smashed, but then they, you know, they just get to run rampant on our top six 11s, the max bases. They get three, four, five hits apiece, you know. At that point in time, you really start having a problem even defending against a high two-star. Never mind. So our last couple of wars have, have seemed better but it might just be luck, right? Yeah. I was, uh, again, since I've been a little in absentia this week with uh, K2, I haven't, I haven't even been in the last two spins. Um, I know we won our last war against an engineered clan. The one before that, we lost. The one before that, and the one before that, we won. And Mario had said that it seems like it's almost just every other match. We get a, a decent match, and, and then we get a an engineered match. We have to you know, really start getting on our game to plan our attacks and use everybody efficient and things like that. I think that when we were getting even matchups, it, it wasn't really, um, you know, our, our clan, at least we, we had a plan that seemed to work for us, but when we started getting all of these engineering, we just started having to change it up a little bit. And, you know, like I say, you just kind of struggle some wars with these guys. 
I'm hoping that's going to change. And that actually brought me to another question that I had that maybe we can just ask as a bit of a roundtable. When do you guys, when, when does an account become engineered now? And is there a way, should you avoid becoming an engineer? Should you say, all right, instead of, I mean, I, I remember going to Town Hall 10 and thinking that 3535 is where I wanted to drop the expos. If I knew what I was doing at in Town Hall 9, I would have said, okay, at 2020, that's when I want to drop the expos. Sorry, at, at Town Hall 10, it's 3535 for the, the Infernos. For now Town Hall 11, I, I don't know about you guys, but I think that once your warden gets to 20, you've got that max warden. Now it's time to start thinking about dropping the eagle and getting the max expos, max infernos, things like that. But is there a way to avoid being engineered? Do you now just so that your clan doesn't uh, suffer the, the the penalties of that? Do you have to keep your, your weight a lot closer to your offense, even if you're not max? Chuck? I got no idea. <laughs> um, I mean, I think I dropped mine. You know, I mean, this was over a year ago for me, but I think I dropped my infer or my eagle somewhere when I was in the ten, you know, warden range, maybe fifteen, which didn't take long, right? It's only getting that first ten levels of your warden only takes a, uh, I don't know, a couple weeks. It's not not long, so I didn't I didn't wait too long. <laughs> couple um, weeks. <laughs> I think mine happened within a week. <laughs> Well, yeah, you well, okay. I'm not a... up during that uh, glitch last Christmas, so shh. <laughs> <laughs> you were making bank on every resource. Oh. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I thought I've I was. Got, I've got an answer. I've got an answer for you, Ryan. And I, I've we've thought about this a lot, but and ta- I've talked to a lot of people. Um, I feel like I've played in clans K2 with guys. Uh, the raid it when it was started up with guys that were legit engineered and what i mean by what i mean by engineered is their offense was several town halls above their defense i think that it's it's smart for anybody to go 0.5 but like you said and like chuck said and like qm said like once you start getting over that hump to where you can be a viable attacker at that level if you can beat what you are, then it's time to go, mm-hmm. you know? And when I went to 11, I was in the rated and we were heavy and we were doing a lot of arranged wars. And this was a year, this was a year ago for me. So, um, as soon as I got my warden to 10, I, I didn't want to miss out on the next arranged war. I dropped Eagles, you know, I, I'm Eagles. I dropped the Eagle. I started working on the levels of defense because um, I got the, at that time, I got the miners done. I got the bowlers done. I was farming like crazy. But the the problem that I have, and I, I feel like I'm echoing what you had said before, is that I don't have a problem with somebody who engineers for fun and you have maybe one or two on the war map and, you know, 0.5s are just a natural progression. And as long as you are in a clan where you balance that out across the board and you only have one or two, that's fine. The problem that I have is when you have an entire clan that has engineered the entire board. Mm -hmm. That's ridiculous. That's not fun for anyone. That can't be fun for them. I mean, it, it might be fun like the first time when you perfect somebody else and they can't do it to you. But to continue to run wars that way. It's just like a farm war. Like it's not fun for anybody. Yeah, and you know, so my, 
that, Go that's ahead. the thing. I was going to say that I, a lot of these engineered clans, I see that they've been doing this for a long time. 380 wins, 427 wins, you know, level 15 clans that we've been coming up and they're just nothing but engineered. Maybe at one point in time they were normal and they were good. But now when you come to us out of a 25-man roster, you're coming to us with 1811s and we've got six. Yeah, it's you know, that, that's it's just some way like 70K, like a nine, but they have max bowlers and max heroes and stuff like it's ridiculous although i still have to say that uh Mace's base he's in k2 back again um you've seen it gobs that town hall 11 that's got town hall nine level oh yeah he's, he's yeah, got he's four expos but they're all maxed and man that's a dangerous base yeah that that base is actually a, a little a little heavier than nine um it I, is we, i've done a lot of wars with him and his defense have been relatively the same. And it's very hard for tens to clear his base. And he has no infernos, you know? Yeah. So sometimes you'll go up against those guys that, you know, are max max 11 offense. And they're like, have like max 11 point defenses, but they haven't put the new defenses on the board. And those are really hard to clear. Yeah. He's um, about an 84 that, for the last time I, yeah, I he's, looked. He's, he's legit engineered. And like I said, like, I, I really have no problem with the way that people want to play their game. If it's their game, they're spending their money. The problem that I have is when they do it consciously as a whole group of people to gain a mass advantage on another entire group of people. You know, mm-hmm. one or two occasionally is fine. You know, if it's your play for fun account, that's cool. I have no problem with that in a random. Um, but like you said, like these level 15 clans that have like 40 you know, engineered accounts. That's not, that's not fun for anybody. And I thought that's what they were going to fit. I, that's see, that's what I, the inkling, or at least the, the understanding that I had is that, and again, you know, we've always said play as you want and enjoy the game and they can do that. But I thought what Supercell was going to do was make it so that basically they matched people that were like-minded and exactly. along with that, you know, okay, well now you, can you do something about the farming people? That, that basically say, okay, I, we see your, we, we see your war base and we see that the town hall is outside and it's structured like, <laughs> so we're going to pit you guys against each other. Go up against, I mean, the farm clans go up against each other. You've heard of an orange, <laughs> the orange league, have you not? No, I don't know anything about that. The orange league is basically a league of people that, that they, they end or they, they build their clans and spin at the same times like war leagues. But they like do potluck, it, right? It, like a potluck, but they do it. Yeah, it's more like a potluck where there's a group of them. They'll all spin at the same time. They'll all carry the same weights, fifty on fifty, and they'll match. And then the rule is, if it's your turn to win, I guess it's your turn. Yes, to win. I heard that. And you know, oh my gosh, that's the lamest thing I've ever heard. It's yeah, not, dude, it, it is goes not it, hard to get loot in this game. It goes. Like, there's a harder. lot of clans in that. In that league, I think there is. Yeah. There's hundreds, and yeah. it goes even further that they have specific base building rules. All your point defenses need to be here. Your heroes need to be here. All your loot needs to be over here. Your town you know, hall needs to in this area of the base, and your infernos. Oh, and it, it there's there's if you don't have the right base, you guys are kicked out of the league or you're penalized. I don't know what the consequences are of getting an extra hundred and fifty thousand per war, but whatever. Again, play as but you like, only... but I'd love to see everybody play against people. If they're going to war and press that button, play against the people that they're – that's what they do. 
You know, that would be so nice. Well, they yeah. have, don't they have a website that even explains I believe it all? they would. I've never looked it up. I've just – I again, I spend I so much I've time in global. To, I meet these people. I think that I've gone to their website and looked at it all and their rules and stuff are absolutely crazy. <laughs> I mean I couldn't even keep up with it. You can tell them when you come across those clans that I get the the ratios and weird numbers like that in there. I there's a code that I'd probably recognize if I seen it. We haven't seen a farm, true farm clan in a while, but there's a code in the 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 clan description that basically gives it away. So, but That's thankfully, so again, that has improved. So- I, I have to say that we haven't actually um, gotten a farm clan when spinning a fifty in the last little while. We've just gotten engineered. So that would be the only thing that I would suggest for not getting it engineered is don't spin a 50 and don't spin a 40 right now. Cause the, the, anytime we do those big events, that's what happens is engineers. Yeah. It just, we, we all do well. Don't get me wrong. We, we put up a good fight and I think it took K2 two tries to get their, their win for what was it? Uh, I don't, can't remember a hundred and. Or two hundred yeah, wins I, I, or something I, like whatever I, I it was. was two hundred and fifty wins. Yeah, and I I stayed in extra war because the first one was engineered, mm-hmm. and then the second one was also engineered, and then we had a family event, and then you guys went back there and got it. Okay, so it's it's so ridiculous. Like we did the we when we did our tour and then came back, like we invited everybody that we went out and saw, and then like regular members of the raid, and we got up to fifty. Right? It's great. All these people are meeting each other, having a good time. Most of these guys love war, you know, and you spin and you're like, it's either going to be a stinking engineer clan or a farm clan. Like, which one is worse? And of course, we got a farm clan, I think. And then we invited people to stay and we spun a 40 and then we got an engineer clan for the next one. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, I'll talk to I'll talk to Jeff and Goat and ask them like they have some pretty hard and fast rules and they're usually very successful. So I'll share that in the next show. If they don't mind again for, you know, just us, uh, I think it was, uh, in using a question that I was looking up a while ago, uh, tier one clans like K2 and noble hero, you know, I is what we were called, but people like us, I think we'd like to know. I know the whole clan is, is kind of looking to me saying, you know, like, what do we do? And just recently we changed our war strategy you know, again, I, I kind of was saying a while ago that I think the, the 10 versus 11 is almost dead. It's, it, it is really base specific now. It's not just, you know, a lot of 10s can go up on a lot of different 11 bases and get that two star. It, it's very few 10s can go up on very few 11s to get it now. It's successfully. Yeah, stuff, and, stuff and sure. again, it, it seems like some of these other clans are realizing that as well. And they're, they're coming back to the 11 on 11 and getting the high percentage. And at that point, is the 10, 55 to 60% worth the two star when they're going to come in maybe 75 to 80% on 11? You know, it, it, do, do you, I, I think that that's where we were starting to give things up. So we've, <laughs> you know, we've changed our war strategy and we'll see how it works over maybe a, a week or two, but. Yeah, if, if they can share some insight, I'd really be happy to hear about it. Yeah, absolutely. I'll I'll, fair, I'll get I'll uh, I'll get some information for you guys and let you know. Super. So, as part of all of this show is just getting to know you guys and letting the audience get to know you. Um, I don't know. I I'm still kind of nostalgic for the old days of you know when it was the the original four starting this thing up a little over two years ago. And one of the things that really drove the show in the beginning was some of the the listener questions. And we had a great time answering a lot of those. We gave people a lot of insight maybe into your personality uh, and and who you are and, and how you became sort of the person that we know in game. 
and I asked for some questions. I didn't get a lot from the, the, the family as it was the, you know, it, it seems to be just a different dynamic when it comes to that kind of thing. So I mentioned earlier a little bit of recycling around here and I went through some of the show notes from back in the old days and I pulled some of the questions that I thought were just, you know, they're still, uh, poignant or, just as entertaining from some new people. And so now you guys are all sort of victims to the next bunch of questions that we get through here. (laughs) None of you guys know what I'm going to ask other than what I put in the show notes. And really, uh, the question from Sudo, I'm going to ask at a different time, maybe uh, when we can get into some discussions on some updates and stuff like that. And Vadleg's question that I pulled from a while ago has already been to a little bit of a point. Um, But I did want to mention... Uh, it was Vadleg himself that sent me a message. And because we haven't really talked much about it, uh, as far as other games and things like that, but one of the other Supercell games that some of our family members are playing and actually an interesting group, and this is part of the reason to kind of bring it up, is that, uh, Vadleg plays in a, a claim called, uh, The Family. And basically, it is a little bit of a remembrance of the old days of the the fans in the stands kind of group of clan. It contains measure members from the CFF, um, ESC, ISH, uh, and House of Zod. Uh, it is the task force, the the third Supercell game that I know nothing about. Chuck, do you know anything about this game? Have you tried it, played it, at anything at all? Uh, I'm I'm pretty sure that's Boom Beach, but I've never played it. Is it? No. Yeah, that's Boom Sorry, Beach. It's Brawl I, played Stars. That. I played that for a while. It's Brawl Stars. My apologies. Oh, Brawl Stars. Yes. I have not played that either. Okay. Uh, Boom Beach. I forgot that it games existed. Is... Like, Heyday d- doesn't really exist either. Heyday's like, uh, I think it's another uh, side effect of fluoride, like uh, the, the disco era. They reintroduced <laughs> fluoride, and people think that they're playing Heyday, but they're not really playing Heyday. They're just sitting there in front of their phone. And it... <laughs> <laughs> I think Vad plays that game, too. I've heard him talk about it several times. I think, I think Vad did. plays every game. He plays a lot of games. <laughs> he, that's one of the things that he said. But basically, if you do play Task Force, um, feel free Wait, to look Brawl up Stars. the family. And <laughs> <laughs> What game is this again? Brawl Stars, Brawl right? Stars, yes. Sorry, okay. yeah, I'm looking at the screenshot, and I'm I, since I don't know anything about this game, I'm completely confused on it. I will admit that, but I'm trying here. Sorry, Vad, like I butchered this completely. But <laughs> I'm leaving it in. I'm not editing it. Um, so yes, anyways, the his the the family is a group of some of these old school guys plus some new school that uh, you can get to know if that's the game that you play. But anyways, some of the other questions that I do have for you guys. Uh, one of the ones that came from Skaldorgery a long time ago was, what do you think the best devices and screen sizes for, for playing Clash? What do you guys like the best? Uh, Chuck? So I play on my iPad and sometimes on my, my iPhone. I prefer the bigger the better screen, personally. Uh, I, I don't like playing on my phone. It's, I just think it's too small. Okay. What about you, Queen Mom? Um, War attacks are on my uh, iPad mini. And everything else I just do on my phone, raids, whatever. Okay. You gobs? Uh, similar. Um, I don't mind playing on my phone. I've never done a war attack on my phone, except for when like an emergency came up or something. Um, I, I, the only reason I don't like doing it on the phone is because I'm afraid that someone's going to call in the middle, middle of the attack, <laughs> and there's no way to turn that off. Yes, there is. Uh, it- <laughs> there's a way to turn off incoming calls? Yeah, you go into silent mode. If you, are you uh, on an iOS? 
Yeah, I'm on an okay, iPhone. Okay, okay. This is the show where we actually learn something, and, and not just spread <laughs> rumors and and conjectures. Um, if you flick the screen from the bottom, it'll bring up a sure. little menu, and I gotta yep. bring up my phone so that I do this right. Okay, so do you see the little moon icon across the top of the new window? I do. If you hit that, that'll put your phone to do not disturb. You can actually make it so that your wife can get through that or your kid and business can't, or you can just make it like me and nobody can. Oh, wow. I, I never knew that. Okay. So like I said, I, I'm not like you though, Rand. Like I can't just sit and crush the phone all day though. I mean, I, 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 <laughs> if I'm at home and I'm going to sit down and do something for a good little bit, like I do have a, a regular sized iPad and I do like playing on that. Um, when I do play Clash Royale, that's not even on the iPad. I prefer that on the phone because I like to hold it. You mm-hmm. know, there's a lot going on there. Um, but it, every War Attack is on the iPad. In fact, it's 3G. So sometimes I'll even take it with me when I leave in the morning and do it a War Attack in my car before I walk into the office or something like that. So uh, that's a 10 inch, I think it is, iPad. And then the iPhone is like a regular sized iPhone, it's not one of the big ones. Okay, so basically all iOS here as far as this goes. Now, I recently, well, I shouldn't say recently, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, I set up Dead Bullfrog, and it was on uh, Android on my Surface. And a while ago when I finally got an iPad back in January or so, I set them up on that account or put them on my iPad and then loaded Rancid and just I wasn't playing Dead Bullfrog, so I forgot the credentials. So I just, I completely lost it. Tried to reset it all. Just completely hosed part of my iPad or my iPad's account. Because I don't know if you know this, but you can only set up five free iTunes or iCloud accounts on an iPad or on a phone or anything. And then it starts freaking out and saying, no, you can't load that account on here. You can even create it on the web and you can't get it to load. I gotta call. Wow. I gotta call iTunes, or I, I don't know who I gotta call. Whether it's iTunes or if I gotta call <laughs> Apple Support, but I gotta call one of them. Oh, your buddy I, Matt at Supercell, he'll help you out. I I'm, maybe <laughs> Matt can. Oh well, see, there's the thing is that I contacted Supercell. I after a while, my Surface became slow and you know just chuggy because it's running through an emulator, so on and so forth. So a while ago, I bought myself just a cheap Acer tablet for Dead Bullfuck, and it was great. It was playing fine, and then. Accidento Spaghettio and the screens cracked. So I just was desperate to get back onto Billfrog on my iPad. I thought, okay, cause you know, I'm worried about getting, you know, cuts that are going to need stitches playing on this or this Acer now waiting for a screen to come <laughs> from China. And I fought with this thing so long, but that link to another account, if you've ever done that and then can't or need to reaccess it, if you provide them a whole crap load of information, they will reset it because I've done it on Rancid and Dead Bullfrog now. Oh, nice. So that thing that they say can't be undone, it can be undone. Trust me. I, I will tell you that. Um, but anyways, I, I still think I prefer the, uh, the, the Apple profile to myself, but when it comes to my war attacks, I can still manage to get most of them on the phone. I sometimes forget to take the iPad with me to my attacks from the truck and it's like, ah, oh, damn, now it's, you know, I'm stuck with this, but. I still like doing it on the phone. I'll farm on the phone because I just like holding it in my hand like that. You know, the, mm-hmm. I, I don't know why, but the, the, the iPad sometimes seems a little big and bulky, but you guys almost have some small fingers. Uh, no, I got, or I got really fat ones. No, I, <laughs> <laughs> how do you get the right tile? 
Oh, God. <laughs> I have realized that when it comes to certain attacks, I can't do them on my phone. I can't do a minor attack because I can't drop with four fingers on my phone. They're just too fat for that. Um, some of the other ones where you've got a, that was one of my biggest complaints when I, I kind of was near max 11 is that on my phone, I just couldn't, I wasn't used to, you know, all of the, the attack going on in so many different places across the screen and scrolling around. But after about another eight or nine that I've kind of gotten used to, <laughs> I do still prefer when I can to make my war attacks on my, my iPad, because then I can be sure that at least I did what I could to get it right. Um, but you know, in a pinch phone attack, here we go. YOLO. That's all I can say. Um, another old question that we had from Grumpy Troll. Do you guys have any regrets during your time with Clash? Queen Mom? Um, mm, no. Okay. I can't think of any. Okay. What about you, Goblin? Do you have any regrets? I mean, I don't, I don't really live my life that way, so I don't feel like I should think about it that way. I mean, like, I, I, if, if I'm going to go down that road, I would say probably not spend so much freaking time on the game, but I've made a lot of really good friends and I've made a lot of really like a lot of people happy with the events that I put on. So no, I mean, I don't have any regrets. Quick story though. I started in November of 2014 and by um, the middle of December, I was already a a, a town hall nine. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I mean, still remember the back, day that you slipped into clan with that thing. <laughs> if I look, if I look back, I mean, maybe like I wish that I kind of had somebody that would tell me, but all's well that ends well. I eventually found people that knew what they were doing and I learned, you know, the way that everybody else learns. I mean, through mistakes, um, as long as you learn from them, you know what I'm saying? So I don't, I don't really have any regrets. No. Personally, my only regret would be that I didn't maybe start the game sooner, which is just, I probably you guys are all just going, Oh my God, I can't believe he said that. But uh, just because maybe I would have gotten to meet some of these people a little to get involved. I, I, if I'd gotten, hadn't been so uh, apprehensive about coming over and, and meeting some of the people in Fitz and in or Kent farmhouse and, and sort of that, the route that Halligan took, I could have come over, you know, five, six months earlier and met these people and, and gotten to know them about then. What about you, Chuck? Any regrets? I mean, not really, but if I got to pick something, I'll go down a similar path that you did. Not that I wish I'd started earlier, but I wish I had uh, abandoned my first crappy clan sooner. (laughs) And that's not quite fair, because I did meet a lot of great people there that I've also pulled into CFF and now into Phantom Zone. So that's not quite fair to say either. But if I got to pick something, I guess that's it. Gobbs brought up a a point of uh, that I, I... None of, neither of you two kind of brought up, but Chuck, when did you start playing? I started in March of 2014. Okay, so you got everybody beat. What about you, Queen? Has he got you beat? Um, yeah, I started November of 2014. Okay. Yep, that's right. I remember you told me that was the same time that I started. Yeah. Okay. What about you, Rancid? I thought you were actually before me, no? Yeah, I, I was October of 2013, so. Okay. I'm just trying to, you know, amongst you people, he's got you, you've got. <laughs> amongst you plebs, yeah, please. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't like using the word noobs, but, you know, <laughs> if I have to. Oh, I love the word noob and it's just so much fun. Come on.
Okay, I'm just trying to see through some of these questions here, and I'm looking at one from Lethal Squad that I like. Uh, what's the one thing in Clash related besides maybe maxing out a base that you you've always wanted to do? Is there there's something in the, the game that you'd like to do that you can do right now that you haven't? Chuck, mm. anything? I mean, I personally can't. I mean, maybe if for me, I think it would be to be able to tour more. To get around, I mean, especially now that the family is so big, there's so many people in it that I just don't know who they are, don't know anything about them, and maybe they'd come and visit us too if I had that opportunity. But I, I can't think of anything Clash-related that I'd want to do other than meet the people in person. That is, like, one of my biggest desires, actually, within that's, the game. That, that's high that, on my list. I've been waiting a long time for Clash Live Boston, and it just I haven't seen it happen. And heard yeah. rumors, but... Something that lets me get to, like, Gobs, when you and Jezza and, and Amy and Ash and uh, Michael and a bunch of the other people got together, it was just, you know, I was just so jealous that you had that opportunity. There are a bunch of people from K2 that are getting together, and I can't be there to to sort of meet you as well and hang yeah. out and have a good time. So, yeah. to be Yeah, able to- I mean, I always felt really fortunate that I played this game with my best friend in real life and that I knew a lot of, like, real life friends that played. So. Yeah, I would imagine that being as how close you get to your friends in Clash, it, it sucks. It really does to not be able to hang out with them sometime and grab a beer, you know? Well, we just need transporter sure. technology and then... Yeah, you're one... pretty far north, bro. I think th- we've got a lot of Canadians in the CFF, though. We do. Are any of them close by? I, I'm just trying to think of who's closest. There was somebody, and I can't remember off the top of my head, it's in uh, Manitoba, I think, or no, Saskatchewan, man. And then there's uh, D-Maze and Severus are out on the West Coast. I'm not mm-hmm. sure where Michael or Mike from Bad Intentions is from, but I know he's Canadian. Uh, yep. There's a bunch of others. Uh, is it the is the Walrus Canadian? I'm not sure. I know Sid's is, and he I think he's in sort of this, the Ontario area because he makes maple syrup, and you've got to be down that way to, to do that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Rancid, you're basically like a wildling, right? You're like north of the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. How do you even have internet up there? Uh, <laughs> I, well, I, I'm sure I've mentioned it at one point in time, but yeah, I live in a small town and they have a small town or a small time sort of internet service provider. They do good. We have pretty good speeds. I get unlimited bandwidth. But for the longest time, the, the web mail that they offered was called Squirrel Mail. And I just thought that is just perfect redneck for this area. To- <laughs> <laughs> I remember, I remember one time you mentioned that you wanted to get a pizza that night and the do- the closest Domino's was like an hour and a half away or something. Do yeah. I, am I remembering that correctly? Yeah. About an hour away. I got to drive my pizza. Or if my wife goes to the, the next town over, I'll sometimes tell her to bring me a Domino's. We had one in town and they closed. I was so disappointed. It was, oh man. Yeah. It, did, I, did I catch that right? So it's the next town over and it's an hour away. Yeah. Yeah. It's commonplace out here, man. It's like an hour wow. everywhere. Oh my gosh. There's no bus either. You either walk or you get you learn to drive. And that's part of the problem I personally have here in Alberta is I don't think any of the people that grew up here know how to drive. So I'm going to probably get some kind of hate mail from I'll find out that there's somebody else in that lives in Alberta. Here. <laughs> that's that's what this will spark. But yeah, most Albertans don't seem to be able to drive. And I say that coming from Ontario, so I'm fairly certain that we all feel that way about where we live. I hear it all the time in Charlotte. Nobody knows how to drive here, I, you know? I have a theory that 
again, Alberta is pretty much just a rural farming province. We have about two and a half, three million people for the whole thing. And if you look us up, we're pretty big. They learn to drive on tractors in fields. The only thing they hit is a cow. It, it's the <laughs> stop signs or, or, you know, turn signals. They don't really exist in their world. They got a tractor. They got a truck that pulls the grain trailer and, uh, Stuff that gets pulled by the tractor. That's and sometimes an old pickup truck that you can see the floor through or see the ground through. That's that's what they they learned it. Wow. Yeah. So, like I said, send the hate mail if you're from Alberta. At least I know you're out here, and maybe we can get a ClashCon going. Who knows? <laughs> ClashCon Alberta. I like it. <laughs> Lit. <laughs> yep. Uh, another one that I've got here that is sort of not clash related, but it has it in the question anyways. Uh, Corbin from a long time ago sending a question. What's your favorite thing to do when you're not playing clash? Uh, Goblin Slayer. Oh man. Uh, favorite thing to do when I'm not playing clash is the family around. Are they gone? I, some free time? I, no, I think this is just carte blanche. What's will be one of the favorite things Golly. that you would, you would do? Um, I'm a, I'm a really avid disc golfer. I like being outside. So I'd, I'd probably pick, disc golf with some friends or a disc golf tournament or traveling to one um i recently bought a jeep so i like going out there and tinkering on that thing um i play vi- i play other video games but not not really anything like clash i play sports games on the xbox with my brother so favorite thing to do would be uh, probably playing disc golf outside somewhere okay chuck as a new father, the whole play with the baby thing is probably too obvious. So I'm going to avoid that. And I'm actually a big fan of non-disc golf, but regular golf. Mm. That's my I'll favorite stop. hobby. Not hanging out with the family or anything like that, because that's, again, cheating. You're allowed your, your baby is you know, the obvious choice. And, and my wife. I like to hang out with my wife, too. <laughs> Glad you put her in there, Chuck. Completely she, unexpected. I, the family, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Queen Mom, how about you? What do you like to, what would be your favorite thing to do outside of Clash? Oh, mine's hanging with my kids. I mean, going to their sports and watching their games and just hanging out with them. Excellent. Um, I don't know if I need to bother answering this question. I answered it a long time ago, but probably just getting out hunting, fishing, getting away from everybody. And sometimes even getting into areas where my phone doesn't work. That, that would probably be one of my favorite things to do outside of Clash. She's like every, everywhere up there, right? Well, you'd be surprised. I have to actually go pretty deep in the bush to get out of cell silver. I'm we're, just kidding. We're here on the uh, Canada net that uh, we got uh, uh, not only a number, but a letter in our service most of the time. And you got three bars. You're you're doing good. Discord will load on two. Voice, you kind of need three, but, you know, Clash will load on one. I, I know these things. Royale takes more than Clash. I got to have two bars to play Royale out, out in the field. Oh, uh, man. Brutal. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't believe rough, he pays I can't believe he... Like, if anything buffers at all anymore, we're like wanting to kill ourselves. Like, it's crazy <laughs> down here. We're oh, so yeah. spoiled. Oh, you know? I, I was surprised, Gob, that you didn't understand a term that I used in the pre-show, banjo. We on Discord, or at least a lot of the people that I talk to on an almost hourly basis on Discord... Uh, they call me Ranjo because I go into these areas where the cell service dips in and out and it, it'll go, you'll get that, that, or what, what's even better is that 
you don't know that you're going to one of these areas, and so you continue speaking, and Discord will buffer for a little while, and it'll hang on to it. And then to try and catch you back up into the conversation, it'll run it at like twice, three times speed, so you're just talking wow. like you're on speed or something like that. <laughs> yeah, we, we're we're like fairly civilized down here in the United States, so we don't know anything about that. Oh, well. Uh, <laughs> sometimes I have to wait for the YouTube video to load if I'm like... <laughs> driving around or something i don't know but yeah that's that's pretty cool though i bet it's beautiful up there uh, up there though i'm sure well, it is i posted a picture of a pasture the cow was off in the distance you really had to look <laughs> oh fun fun all right so some of the other questions that i've got here that are just completely not clash related uh warblade asks taco tuesdays or pizza fridays goblin slayer pizza fridays pizza every day we started the family, and it was based on the Clash file, or based on the X Files. That that's where the idea for the name came to me originally. Sure. And you joined in early fifteen, or was it mm-hmm. no? Sorry, early sixteen, right? Yeah, because we started that's, in fifteen, and not, it's seventeen now. That it's, right. yeah, yeah, you started early right. sixteen, and by I would say October of sixteen, guaranteed somewhere around there, it was just. The icon was changed to a pizza slice, and it is now known as the Pizza Chat. In, sure. Throughout, you go to other channels, you go to talk to other people. Oh, let's all hop over to the Pizza Chat because there's a bunch of other people that want to talk. Somebody said that to me the other day, and I didn't. It took me a minute to think of what the hell are you talking about? Oh, CFF Main Chat. That's the room has just been called Pizza Chat now because of you. Sure. Your 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 pepperoni yeah. pizza pillows, your pepperoni was, pizza uh, hoodies. Do you have a pair of pepperoni pizza uh, flip flops? It was, uh, <laughs> you know what it was. It was the it was the it was the lady that um, the young lady that the chick that was doing the podcast with um, uh, Loblaw. She was in K two, and then they started KGH. What was her name? Baz. Um, oh, Baz. Yeah, Bazinga. Yeah. I was talking to her one time, and I was like, you know, my brothers, I, I've got a twin brother and a little brother who's only 18 months younger, and they're both single, and they both go out all the time. So, like, they think that I want to live, like, vicariously through them. So, like, oftentimes they'll send me pictures on my phone of, like, you know, guy stuff, like, girls and stuff like that. <laughs> and I always, I always would reply with a pe- with a picture of food, and most of the time it was pizza. You know, like I'd go and Google like sexy pizza image and send it back to him, just kind of as a joke. Like, yeah, that sounds cool, but like this is what I'm into. Like, <laughs> we'll see. Now, this is perfect information. This explains why you have a pizza picture for almost any occasion <laughs> to begin with. I just sometimes I'm amazed somebody says something, and it's like, bam. Gobs has got a pizza picture about it. It's like, <laughs> so I was talking to her, I was, and, and I shared some of the pictures with her, and she lost her mind. She thought it was hilarious. <laughs> and it just kind of grew from there. Like, everybody loves pizza. Or, you know, everybody that I've ever talked to. Anybody um, that you ever want to talk to should have, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You give me a little bit more insight here that you have a twin brother. I I almost, I'm, I'm, I'm floored. That there's another one of, I, yeah, I, and I don't expect him to be, you know, that that to be a clone of you. It's just another one that is going to be very close of you. I, I, yeah, I mean, we're we're close, but 
he's like really cool. Like he's a musician. He traveled around the country with a rock band. He was signed. He's what? a hippie. Yeah, he's kind of yeah. He's definitely he, well. You know, it's funny is that several uh, he owned two buses at one time when we were in high school. He's owned several Volkswagen buses in his life. But he's a bass player. You know, he's a badass. He knows all about like movies and pop culture and music and stuff. Um, but we're all really close. Like I said, we're all really really close. We talk all the time. We're all we all live in the same town. Um, but that's kind of the his, the back the back history on the the love for pizza it comes from that. Okay, well, you know what that. I, I'm glad that I learned though. <laughs> what about you, Queen Mom? Taco Tuesdays or Pizza Fridays? Pizza Fridays. Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Okay, so. <laughs> and Chuck? Uh, I can't say both? No. I'm going to be the contrarian and say Taco Tuesday uh, because I've got some, some clan mates that will be very disappointed if I don't. That's uh, Vanessa Cast and Relampago Blanco. They're both mega taco fans and uh i am too i also like pizza though so it's hard to hard to go against that so do you like soft tacos or hard tacos uh well it's funny you mentioned that we had tacos just last week my wife said do you want crunchy or soft and i said we should probably get both oh he's a complex (laughs) guy uh so we did get both we had a nice little variety but generally uh i like soft tacos because they're a little easier to handle that's that's the only way I'll eat them though. It's soft. I don't like the hard tacos. I love yeah, the crunchy. Tacos, I don't I like tacos. the crunchy tacos. Blech. Nope. They're messier. That's for sure. They're harder to eat. But it's been a while since I had one. Just funny that you mentioned that you had tacos last week. So did I. And I had crunchy tacos shells in the cupboard. And my wife opened the soft ones. And I figured, ah, screw it. I'm not going to open that. I'm just getting the soft ones because they're right there in front of me. That was how the decision was made for me on that. Now, okay, if you had the opportunity, what would you rather go out for or at least order in for? Uh, pizza or tacos? I don't know of anywhere well, so, that delivers tacos. And if they're, yeah, in, so and they're here in my town, you better let me know. But Del- Delivery, I'm cl- clearly getting pizza. Uh, if I'm going out, I'm probably going to go the taco side or at least mexican it won't always be tacos though so that's a good question too okay what about you gobs would you well see the thing is um if i'm going out with my family most of them are vegetarians and they have more refined palates than i do they don't eat like an eight-year-old so (laughs) we're gonna probably go get tacos i also love tacos and the thing is in in our town we have several places that are like like they they specialize in tacos um, one of them is they do like tequila and tacos. So like they pair a tequila drink with a taco and it's really, really, really good. And then we also have like, I think four now with Uber eats, like we have four delivery services that basically you can get any restaurant delivered that you want to your house. But I've found that tacos don't really travel well. I think that was kind of what Chuck was hitting on, but tacos don't travel well. You really need to eat those kind of when you make them or when they're made. Uh, pizza, of course, travels well and will continue to stay well for several days. Um, <laughs> it, it's like your forever it. food, isn't it? If Goblin Slayer had a bomb shelter, there would be freeze-dried pizzas in it. You know, that, that's what I'm envisioning exactly. right now. Like, pizza's the best ever. So, so you like day-old pizza? Yeah, of course. Oh, that's, sometimes that's the Cold, best. Cold, yeah. heat it up. I like no. it up the, but, I, for, I forget who said it, but in Pizza Chat, Sometime probably a year ago, somebody said 
how long can you store pizza before it's no good? And uh, I threw out an answer that everybody was offended by. It was so long. People were like, no, <laughs> one day, max. I was like, what? <laughs> My rule personally is that when the cardboard box that it's in tastes better than the pizza, that's the expiry date. That's, <laughs> that's the limit. Yeah, I like it. Or at least when they're equal. When you, you can't tell the difference if you're eating the cardboard box or not. Because, you know, sometimes that's the gross. cheese gets stuck to the bottom <laughs> and you just rip it off when it's cold and you don't really care. <laughs> oh, boy. I come on, Queen. You're not that hardcore of a pizza eater that you'll just eat it because it's pizza. It's, if you no, eat it back I, up, it'll really loosen up, no matter how stiff it is. <laughs> now I have it's found just that gross. Uh, a panini press, you can make a pizza sandwich and you can crush it in that. That's pretty good for cold pizza. Uh, or you can, and you know, I'm not sure if you're going to line the crusts up to crust to crust, or if you're going to do uh, 69 pizza sandwich. I, but uh, what? The, what the heck? Is I, I don't know how else to describe. Well, this show is taking a turn. <laughs> so point it to crust. Oh, gotcha! Oh so, lord, and you I'm eat it like that? It like that? You if you well again, you, you can put it in the panini press. Now the panini, you know, touches some of the ingredients and and it'll touch. The, you'll get a little bit of burny, melty cheese, but that's part of the panini press experience. It's just. You know, getting a little. So you take like a New York like foldable slice and fold it in half and make a sandwich. You could do that as well. I usually take two pieces of pizza to, and squish them together. It's a pizza sandwich at that point. You, have you the, should definitely not edit this out. Oh no, this part is staying back in. Yeah. <laughs> it's just that that uh, explanation that I had to make. I think. See, the, the thing is, guys, when you have to drive two hours to get Domino's. That's your life for like a week or two. Like, how many pizzas do you pick up? Like four or five? <laughs> I usually <laughs> stay with two. I, yeah. I get, <laughs> well, the only reason – see, again, we have three pizza places here in town. One of them is way overpriced, oh, okay. uh, and two of them just burn your pizza beyond belief. So I don't order from any of them. It sounds Domino's, like the overpriced one's worth it to not drive an hour, though. Well, no, it's not any Exactly. Better. It's the only thing that it's got going for it is it's not burned. It, it's still – I'm not – I'm sorry, but I am not paying $38, and I know it's Canadian funny money because it's colored, but uh, I'm not paying 38 bucks for a thin crust pizza that uses the same amount of dough and toppings as a small for $12. Hey, that's just not – I'm not doing that. I'll make my own thin crust pizza at home. Um, but you guys got to the Goblin. I, now, I just want to remind you of how sad it is. Not only do we not have taco places that'll send food out for delivery, we don't have Uber. Mm. Like I said, we barely have pizza places here in town. So, you know, we've got a McDonald's. That's that's our claim to fame, I think. For the longest time, the, the, the town an hour over, they didn't have a McDonald's. They weren't good enough. So Oh, they were jelly <laughs> of you guys, huh? Do you guys have a Walmart up there? Uh, that's the closest Walmart to me is either an hour and 50 minute drive or an hour and 45 in one direction. I I read, I read something at some point that every person in America lived five miles from a Walmart or less, like on average, that's how many Walmarts we have down here. I can believe it. Even when I lived in Edmonton, which is, you know, one of the major city centers in, in Alberta, I, at one point in time, I was living within a five-minute drive of about three of them, and I didn't understand why. I just right. 
you know. They just build more. They don't ever it, fix up the old ones. They just build other ones. Oh, they're just, they pop up everywhere. They're like the brick up here. They're, they're just a, a plague. They have like four brick stores in one town, and I don't understand why. I can, you know, <laughs> go to the same place. But so after discussing tacos here, from Big Jake Clash comes the question What is the most tacos you've eaten in one sitting? Goblin Slayer? <laughs> God, I don't, I don't know. I felt like I've, I have definitely eaten like more than three or four for sure. Um, I don't know the exact number. I'd have to guess like five. Oh, you're a lightweight. Like soft tacos, like legit tacos. I mean, I'm not talking about like a little roll up. I'm talking about a taco. No, I'm, I'm talking like, okay, now my numbers come from a long time ago, back in the day when we didn't have the shape tacos that would stand on their own or the extra wides. They were the old El Paso. Uh, made from a round tortilla, had a round bottom, and you had to make them one at a time because they wouldn't stand up on your plate. But mm. uh, what about you, Chuck? What, what's uh, the most I'm, tacos? I'm uh, I'm kind of embarrassed. I don't think I've even had. It's probably four, maybe in my like high school days when I was really eating a lot, but uh, you know, still <laughs> growing. But since then, I don't I don't know. Okay, well, probably three or four. And Queen Mom, you know, we're gonna try and remember that you are a lady. And, you know, I probably had two. I mean, (laughs) I don't eat that many tacos anyways. I'm I'm not really. Obviously, if you only had two. Yeah. Well, maybe we should have asked how many slices of pizza have you eaten in a sitting? In a sitting? Um, I don't want to answer that either. (laughs) Maybe four. Okay. Goblin? More than one pizza? I've eaten a whole large before in one sitting. I mean, it was over the course of probably an hour and a half, but I've definitely done it before. Uh, Chuck, I've probably exceeded a, a large before. Probably in the probably in the ten slice range. If you're assuming like your average large is eight slices. Okay. Thin crust, I will say, is you know not doesn't maybe fully count, but. Between that pizza joint an hour away from my home and my home, I finished off uh, an extra large thin slice with extra pepperoni while driving. On the drive. On the drive. With extra sauce, which is incredibly dangerous for the first 10 minutes, let me tell you. Holy crap. So you didn't even get it home? No, no. You had to drive back to the pizza place after that. Well, my wife didn't know that I had gotten a pizza that day until she looked at the credit card (laughs) bill a while later. I got it. You had to eat it before you went home. Oh, that, that was, was a requirement. <laughs> and then his wife made him dinner, and he ate that too. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh, that's hilarious! Uh, as a kid, oh. uh, sixteen tacos was my best. Oh, Ooh, my. nice! Oh, wow! We were eating machines back as kids, though. It was a fight for seconds. You know, kids would be, there would be five of us around the table in the summertime and be growling at each other. As we were all growing it. <laughs> um, Phoenix asks another food question here. Your favorite barbecue place or your favorite uh, thing to get at a barbecue place if you don't have a specific place? Chuck? Uh, anything. So we don't have a good barbecue where I am, but anytime I go down south, um, I'm hunting for barbecue. I guess the place I'll say is I, I haven't been to that many you know, well-known places, but the place that uh, I cut my teeth on is called Rudy's. It's a chain in Texas, and it's like barbecue slash gas station, and it's awesome. Um, and you can't go wrong with 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 good brisket. Okay, that's what I like. Mine's brisket. Okay, Goblin Slayer. 
Um, we've got a place that we went to a lot of when I was younger called Sonny's Real Pit Barbecue. I always get a barbecue sandwich. I don't do I don't do I don't do barbecue a lot anymore. But we did a lot when I was a kid. Like we we used to cook it, and then we used to go to that Sonny's Real Pit uh, Barbecue. And that's still around. I think it's somewhat of a chain, a chain actually. But I've only ever been to the the one that's near um, where I grew up. Okay. In the town over, they have a, a trailer that uh, the Bushman's Barbecue Shack, and he makes really good pulled pork for the fact that he's the only guy that makes it. And I keep missing the smoked wing Wednesdays because there is absolutely nowhere around here to get wings either. It is McDonald's, Tim Hortons, and A&W. That's, that's what we get. And a bad Greek restaurant and three places of pizza that burn them. That's <laughs> – so I'm always – I'm always going to be happy to take these questions for the show because I get to hear about all the good food that you guys get to enjoy. I hate going to the city, so I I, I won't even suffer to do it, but I, I'll try and enjoy it. And it inspires me to do things like uh, get a smoker, make jerky and other smoked things. Um, and I'm trying to think off the top of my head in the pizza chat. Who is it? Is it Waka Waka? Was is it handsome bald man that's always putting up the barbecue and smoker pictures? It's Waka. Yeah, it's Waka. I could have. Uh, yeah, that guy can cook. Man. Oh, he loves cooking. Dude, he makes some good looking stuff. It just he I, really does. If anything, I think we should have a uh, clash slash barbecue event in his yard. He, I think he's oh. got room to have some tents and stuff like that. JJ and the crew can pull up in their camper and. We can just get him to feed us because it looks like he just makes a mess of food for an army of people. If anybody, maybe we got to get him on and ask him how much of that stuff he eats. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So some of the other questions that I've got here uh, from Corbin a long time ago. If you could have insect-based superpowers, which insect would you choose and what would your superhero name be? Goblin Slayer? Oh, my gosh. What a question! Out there like that, I, I've always wanted to fly. So just simply the the power of flight would be. Oh no! But you got to be you, you, no. I'm sorry, but the question says, "What kind of insect would you be?" You have to. I <laughs> a long time insect. ago, I was a. I chose praying mantis. So I could chop people with chop chop. <laughs> <laughs> um, gosh, man. I mean, I don't. It's kind of lame, but like, a, is a butterfly an insect? I, yes. It's close enough. I mean, I'll give you that if you want to be a butterfly. I think it is. I, mean, I, I don't know. If, it's not a bird. Is that because you just want to affect the decisions of the entire world by fluttering your wings? It just <laughs> everything changes after you you make one that one beat. <laughs> he wants to be pretty. Oh, okay. Well, that's, that's... I, I don't know. I, mean, like, I, I could only think of like really nasty insects that fly. <laughs> then I thought of a butterfly. And I'm like, I think that's an insect. Well, so. you're allowed to be. I mean. I, have you been no two praying mantises right. against uh, each other in a jar as a kid? That's not a pretty sight. You know, it's like they yeah, start. Yeah, I'd have to say the 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 butterflies. I I was at a client's house uh, last week, and we were walking around his garden talking, and he has a butterfly tree in his yard, and there were butterflies all around it. And I feel like nobody really messes with butterflies that much. Like maybe little kids do when they see them if they can catch them. But I feel like they don't get messed with that much. So I've always wanted to fly. So I, I'd probably have to pick. The butterfly. That's that's out. That sounds good. Okay. Well, I do try, and anytime I see them uh, up here, the monarchs are kind of. I, I don't know if it's protected or whatever it is, but I always try and make sure that I send them on. The, just suck them into the air vents in my truck. Right. If you're not, if rancid meat is not going to shoot them or kill them or anything like that, I think they're pretty safe. Okay. Well, they are not <laughs> food for me at this time and point. Uh, come the apocalypse, 
a lot more stuff is fair game. I'll tell you that much. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't need to have legs for me to be eaten at any time possible. So. Sure. What about you, Queen Mom? What kind of insect superhero powers would you like to have? Um, I, I'd probably be a ladybug. Now, what would be your your superpower on that? I, um, I'm not. I can't. I know ladybugs. They eat like other uh, bad insects, like things like that. They they have a benefit in the garden and things. But what would be the uh, the uh, benefit to mankind that your superpower is a ladybug? Can you think of any? Um. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, no. You just be a ladybug, and if crime was happening, you'd 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 eat it like a man, a, 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 a an aphid. You just you dispose of of the criminal aspect like an aphid. Well, I, I guess I could go with a black widow. Well, that I mean, that's pretty cool too. I yeah, because don't they usually kill the the male? Yeah, I don't yeah. think spiders are insects, though. Well, I will give the levity I... of, of the creepy crawly bug world. Let's, let's okay. Oh, no, Fair I, enough. I consider a spider an insect. <laughs> so, you do you like spiders or no? Oh, I can't stand spiders. <laughs> okay, so I'll post more spider pictures for you and JJ Queen then. <laughs> no, no, I won't even tell you that. I won't even tell you the story of when I was younger what I did to a spider because it jumped on me. I was mean and hateful. <laughs> I was. But we won't get into that. Okay. Maybe some other day we'll pull You guys would think I was psychotic, so no. (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Chuck? What kind of an insect superpower? Am I I the insect size or am I me size but this insect? I, again, I don't think there's any restrictions as to your size. I I think that you just. I'm going to, I'm going to say the superpower. superpower. All right, it's going to be the uh, the ability to eat lots of food like a locust, so that I can match rancid on taco eating. <laughs> you are the locust, excellent. And I, I think that that would be the the fitting name. Just I, when I was chose the praying mantis, I think the name was the mandible. So, yeah, the locust is pretty good though. I, yeah, I, I, that I like that one. That's that's one of the best ones because again, they they took all the good names. Ant Man. I mean, if you now you know ants are pretty cool in that they can lift so much more than their own weight, and they're you know studious workers, and they're pretty organized, and they never get lost, and you know they can be melted with a, a magnifying glass, but. It's their only weakness is, you know, if if Ben Affleck had gotten, did they, I never watched that movie, Ant-Man. Did they finally take him out with a magnifying glass or did he survive? I assume he died from a magnifying glass. That's, I mean, that's usually an ant's demise. Wasn't that Paul Rudd though? It wasn't Ben Affleck? I don't remember. I look like Ben Affleck, but maybe it's just my hatred of Ben is driving me to see him in places and things that are bad. So was that in any a good movie? I I didn't really hear a lot of good things about it. I didn't see it. Okay. Well, we can't say bad things about it other than it might have Ben Affleck in it and it might suck then. <laughs> I just looked it up. It does have Paul Rudd in it, not Ben Affleck. But okay, that's all well. Right. I, think, all right. I think they're they're probably the same guy though, really. I liked him in the one Avengers movie, but he didn't really have a or was it the same guy? Who is it? What are you who are you talking about? Ant Man. From the Ant Man movie last summer and uh, in the Avengers oh, movie yeah, last Paul, summer. Oh yeah, Paul. You talking about Paul Rudd? Yeah. Oh he okay. Was in the uh, Avengers. Yeah. 
Okay, you'll you'll get to know the fact that I know mostly nothing about famous people and their names. I might recognize them sometimes, and a lot of times I will confuse them with other people. So feel free to correct me, and we can just laugh about. I bet you know who Brian Adams is, though, don't you? No. Oh, Oh, what about Dave Coulier? Oh, okay. Yes, they're Canadian. Yeah, that's right. I was listening to This American Life a while ago, and they were talking about a guy that uh, that was he was Canadian. That was the the first thing is that you just you, you almost don't know what they they do, but you know they're Canadian. Uh, <laughs> Shania Twain, you know she. Um, Ryan Reynolds. Uh, what's her name? Celine Dion. Can, Mike Myers, Canadian. Bunch of other people are Canadian, actually. Yeah, and, Justin Bieber. I shut up. <laughs> <laughs> just shut up. I we could. I was gonna try and stop right there. I think that Justin Bieber might actually be the most Canadian out of all of them that you mentioned. Oh. Honestly. <laughs> fighting words. Uh, oh, I'm just messing with you. Oh, I know. We it's all so much fun. Canada, right? Yeah. Blame Canada. <laughs> um, all right. So back to sort of superhero-based questions. If you had two superheroes as parents, who would they be? And this is not assuming that you're just going to get their superpowers combined. I mean, this is just a genetic swirl. You never know what you're going to get in this. So who would your superhero parents be? And I will give you the caveat. In today's PC day and age, we don't want to be microaggressive. If your parents were, let's say, same sex, uh, if it was two mommies, who's your daddy? And if you got two daddies, then who's the who's the egg donor? Me? Oh, gosh. Um, I've always been a big fan. uh, Can I go first? Yes, please. Okay. Somebody has to. I've been a a big fan of um, a lot of comic book characters, but I've always loved Wolverine. He's he's always been super interesting, and he'd be such a. You can't cuss on this one, right? He's always he'd always he's always awesome. You know, I feel like he'd be just awesome to have as a dad. And then I've always been a big fan of Wonder Woman. You know, so probably those two would be ideal. Could you take your mom being that hot? I mean, if you're going by the new Wonder Woman. (laughs) Could, well, okay, now, can you invite your friends over if your mom's Wonder Woman? I mean, she's like, I mean. I mean, I feel like there's. They're not going to be sitting there staring at her going, man, your mom's hot. In the history of the world that have had children, so they've dealt with it. I'm sure, I'm, I'm fairly certain that I could. Okay. And Wolverine's my dad, so if they step out of line, I, you know. You know, I guess that's there true. you go. That there's the saving grace to all of this is your friends aren't going to sit a lot of time spending <laughs> with your mom when Logan's over there drinking beer with claws. Exactly. And exactly. Uh, what about you, Chuck? I know you're not prepared, but can you answer this question in any way, shape, or form? I'm going to go with, uh, I got a dad. I got. I can't think of a mom. So I'm gonna, my dad would be Iron Man because he's really yes. cool and he's got lots of money. Mm-hmm. Uh and I really got nothing on a mom. I'm, I'm, I was trying to go the same path as you, Rance, and I'm afraid to pick one that's really attractive. <laughs> <laughs> there doesn't really leave you a whole lot left. I'm sure, there are some. I don't know. Um, and, uh, okay, and I will give you the option just so that we don't, you know, the narrow option. it down. Uh, you can choose villainous characters. They have superpowers too, so. Don't feel sure. that you have to choose the good guys all the time, or uh, the perceived good guys. No, that's true. 
So, I mean, the caveat um, is that you can't have a parent that's a telepath or like Mystique who can change shape and like follow you around on the sly. Well, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah, I didn't pick her. Yeah, but your mom could get you to the front of the line at like the amusement parks by, uh, you know, imitating staff or uh, the other horrible uh, option is the Cartman <laughs> route and claim that you have, you know, some sort of severe illness or, or she has some sort of the front of the line on the make a wish program kind of thing. Um, uh, if your mom was uh, a telepath, she could just make you, you know, uh, get extra bacon on your burger. You know, she just, they're going to put it on there for free for you. Right. Hey, an extra ice cream sandwich for you. You know, right. Right. Uh, you know, if you were, if your mom was Sue storm, uh, you could be in my day and age, we called them adventurous kids or, uh, you know, busy, but in today's day and age, they're called hospital bills. So she could protect you a little bit, you know, with that sphere of, uh, of, uh, you know, the shields that keep you from, you know, falling down or breaking your arm possibly or something like that. Right. Sure. What about you, Queen Mom? You got a superhero um, couple that you'd like to be your parent? I'd like Loki to be my dad. Oh, sweet. <laughs> Um, my mom. Um, how about Catwoman? Okay. Well, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Don't ask me why I picked her, but I'd take Loki. I, I'm thinking that, see, I, I really hadn't thought about answers myself, so I'm not really sure out of the whole Marvel Universe. Um, maybe having the Hulk as your dad, because, I mean, he is big and stupid, so you're going to be able to get away with a lot more. Um, I do like the idea of the, the Tony Stark because he's rich and, you know, then I can have a dirt bike as a kid. I mean, it's cause it's always important to have a dirt bike when you're, um, did any of you have dirt bikes as kids? I maybe not. No, no, no. cause I didn't have Tony Stark as a dad. Oh. <laughs> we had two as kids. We bought them as, as sort of a, a group, uh, us cousins. And I wrecked the first one taking it over a jump. Brett, the front oh, forks back hitting or landing i took off just fine but i didn't land quite right so yeah we had we had a couple is so oh no you know what i know who i want as my dad galactus i i just i yeah i want galactus as my and as my mom uh or as my other parent i still think maybe the hulk uh, i don't know who the donor would be quite yet as far as the egg but then I get the best of both worlds. My dad's either going to come and smash your head or uh, eat your planet if you bully me. So <laughs> getting to some of the last couple of questions here. Uh, Chuck, what would be your favorite type of movie for the big screen and little screen? Like, would you have a, 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 a sort of a genre that you prefer to go to the, the theater to see and something that you'd like to watch at home? Uh, yeah. So, I mean... It- I think when you're talking big screen, it's got to be something action-packed, like a Star Wars or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Um, if, if, I guess that's, that's your too obvious of an answer. But uh, And then small screen, uh, I'll go with something I could watch pretty much forever and is a long series, which is anything Harry Potter. Okay. Goblin? Um, very. I, yeah, I had an answer as soon as you asked that question, and it's very similar to what Chuck said. I mean, like, when you go to the theater, you've got the big, you know, uh, loud 
speakers, you got the, the, the visuals in front of you. It doesn't really matter that much if like there's a baby crying over in the corner or something like that. Like an action movie, like he said, you know, Star Wars, perfect example um, of where you want to watch it the first time. Mad Max, stuff like that. Um, and then at home, exactly the same answer. Um, something that you're going to really like benefit from like paying attention to maybe like a mystery or, 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 or something that's long that you can kind of pause at your own leisure and get up and go to the bathroom or make a taco or pizza or something like that. Um, that's ideal for, that's what I like to watch at home. Okay. Queen mom. I'm kind of the same way they are, but I prefer watching like the action movies at the, uh, theater and it always has to be, um, Whenever the new determin or not the the Transformer movies come out, okay, they they have to be seen at the theater first. I can't wait for them to come out. I on DVD. would agree that definitely the the Transformer movies are are really good on the big screen. You really get to see a lot more than you do from you know stolen images from the internet and like that. That I seem to um, for me I, to the action movies definitely and and those types of movies would be my draw. But if you gave the opportunity to see one of the old movies you've probably seen a dozen times that you just enjoy that much. I was watching Ghostbusters the, oh, and I thought, Lord. oh, you know, it would be just so neat to be able to go and see this in the, I, I don't think I'd call Ghostbusters an action movie by any means, but it, sure. that was, well, you know, again, it, I'm not going to narrow it down or narrow anybody down, but that was just a great movie. And I think it was really good on the big screen. Um, yeah. Fun. For sure. You know, there's other uh, movies, anything that's got really good cinematography in it, you know, really good, the scenes or the setting, something like that. Um, I'd be happy or more interested in going to see it at the theater. Uh, again, being far away, the, the closest IMAX is about three hours away. Oh, my gosh. I just saw um, Dunkirk at the IMAX. Ooh, how was that? Go. It was awesome. It was, epic. Was, it? it was great. Yeah. Um I like to go see the movies several weeks after they come out, like right before they're getting ready to leave the theater or during the day. If I can go during the day, that's also acceptable. I don't really like the whole, um, I think the last movie that I went was on a date and we went and saw Les Mis um, when the big ensemble cast did it, you know, because the girl's a huge fan of that. And it was like, I think it was like Christmas night we went. It was the night it came out. Like several years ago, okay. Like with Russell Crowe and and um, there was a bunch of big actors in it. Hugh Jackman was in it, uh, Wolverine, you know, and it was literally sold out. Like literally, like people were all up on you, you know. And I don't really like that when I go out and see a movie. Okay, uh, that's my strategy. <laughs> <laughs> at, at, at home. It's got to be anything where I've got to pay, you know, I want to pay attention to the plot, you know, like the series and things like that. But even movies that have got an extensive plot in it, I I, I prefer because at some point in time, my wife is going to ask me a question and I'm going to miss something important. And that's all there is to it. <laughs> I will tell you the one movie that I do like going to the theater to see, but I won't, is horror movies. Because my wife really likes going to see horror movies, and she screams, and she yells, and she scre- she yells at the screen, and I won't go to the theater with her. 
I just just because you're embarrassed, or I, I, it's just like you know, shut up. The other people are trying to watch here, and they know <laughs> they they want to do the same thing, but they're they're restrained. So try and restrain. No, so I send her with her friends. She went to see Annabelle, and whoever it was that posted the picture, they they said their wife had gone to see Annabelle, and they put that creepy doll in her bed. I thought that was mm-hmm. awesome. I wanted to do that to my wife, and and just. <laughs> The other thing I wanted to do the night that she came home from that movie is set an alarm on my phone so that we would just make uh, some blood curling scream at about 3.30 in the morning just to wake her up. (laughs) Sounds like you guys have fun up there, huh? Well, you tell me things like you get to go see movies in the day. We have one theater in town, shows three movies. And it, they all are evening showings. There's in, Unless it's the summertime, and then it's a kid's movie at the matinee. There's no daytime movie. There's no – the movies take – I we get maybe two weeks out of a movie now. When we were kids mm-hmm. living with just one little movie theater, there was two theaters, and the movie stayed a week, and that was it. You went to wow. see it. What about you, Queen Mom, for at home? What do you prefer, the the series, the, the stuff that you've got to pay attention to, or do you, is there anything that you like at home specifically because – you have the ability to stop and start whenever you want. Well, it has to be the series. Able to watch it. Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we were talking just earlier about uh, Queen Mom's just getting into Game of Thrones. Finally, yes. Yeah, for the last 12 hours. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody was yeah. supposed to be working today, but watch Game of Thrones instead. Oh, yes, and... I was downstairs not too long ago, and Stephen was watching it. And oh, I was like, what are you? you? Yes! I got mad! Oh, my gosh. We got to wrap this up, Ran. I'm sorry. Yeah, she's gotta, he was like... She's gotta he go was beat, like no, <laughs> I'm saying she's got to go beat Scuba. Oh, well. No, I, I, no, I already yelled at him. I said, that's not fair. <laughs> and he says, well, I'll rewind it. And I was like, what? That I'll watch it again. Seen it? Yeah. I was like... <laughs> I was like, that's no fun. Just think of the content and that just remember that Scooby will be happy to rewatch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We don't even need to say boobs. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Now that I know that we're not truly in a row, we'll get out of here as quick as we can. But I have a few other questions. Can you give me maybe one or two of your favorite non-Clash related podcasts, Gob? Absolutely. Um, Sword and Scale has been uh, uh, one of my favorites. And then um, Binge Mode. These are recent favorites. Like I've listened to a lot of podcasts in my time because I drive a lot. But um, Binge Mode is really good. Uh, It's all about Game of Thrones. Like that's what it's all about. And then um, uh, Sword and Scale is another favorite. Okay. Queen Mom, do you have any favorite podcasts? No, no, because do you you even listen to the Clash podcast? Do you even listen to this podcast? Yes, but I don't. I don't really listen to any other podcasts. I don't. I don't know. Okay, no, that's again. I don't get a chance to listen to as much as I used to. But uh, Chuck, do you have uh, a podcast or two that you like listening to? Most of my podcast listening that is not Clash is either Clash related or it's fantasy football related, Um, (laughs) and then. The only other one really that I listened to and I haven't in a little while is Planet Money, which is has some pretty cool stories. That's awesome. I love that one. Yeah, What's that one about? One. Like what kind of stories? Just fiction? Like uh economics type stories, yeah. Like it's it's an NPR thing and they just have interesting stories about different pieces of the economy and how things are working. Oh, okay. That's something else I oh, know almost goodness. nothing about, so 
basically any of the podcasts that NPR does, even if you don't know a lot about what this like the subject matter, they're good. They're like really well made. They're really well produced. They they do they do several, and I, I've liked pretty much every single one that I've listened to. But I mean, like right now, I've got 127 podcasts that I've got to listen. To. Oh my gosh. Yeah, <laughs> I'll never listen to all of them, but those two are my favorite. Those are great, especially if you're into Game of Thrones at all. Uh, I'll I'm gonna look that one up. So okay. Vadlag uh, just taught me about the fact that you can listen to podcasts at at one and a half x and two x speed, and that's yeah. amazing. Yeah, it really is. That's cool. I've never I've never had to do that before, but yeah, I've I've definitely seen that before and wondered how that would sound. I can't. Does, take is that it. how he listens to? Them? What'd you say? I can't take it at, at, at double speed or half or one and a half times speed. I can't keep up. Oh, sure you can. All right. Now signed up for binge mode. Again, since I don't get a chance to listen to as much, I try and listen to the podcast for Clash, and that takes up most of my time. But if uh, nobody's around on Discord, some of the times I'll listen to This American Life. Uh, my wife got me on to one that's just fun to listen to because it's it. it it's all just nonsense, but it's welcome to Night Vale. All kinds of cool, weird, creepy stuff happens in this town, and they don't talk about it. They don't uh, mention it, but you know, it, it's still on the radio. I, I don't really understand it all, but like I say, it's it's entertaining when my wife and I are driving around places. Um, one of the other ones that I do like, and I want to pull it up just so that I quote it all correctly, is Grumpy Trolls podcast. Uh, this podcast belongs in a museum. He just talks about all kinds of old pop culture references, old movies, things like that. They they talk about all kinds of different stuff, and it's just a lot of fun to listen to. Uh, Grumpy's a great host. Uh, he just, I, again, he he's always been fun to talk to in, in game, and this is just a nice little extension for him. So, yeah, his podcast is one that I try and listen to as, as regularly again. But uh, that and This American Life, I think, ones that I – really get a chance to listen to. There's some other ones like uh, Somebody Knows Something. That was really good. It was done by the CBC. Uh, they've done two seasons, but they haven't really done anything recently. Last couple of questions. And this is just, again, to get to know you guys. But is there a family tradition that you kind of hold special that you've passed down to your your family? Anything that you do, that you did as a kid, that you now go make a, a special effort to try and do with your family? Queen Mom? Um. Yeah, actually, it's at Christmas time, and we don't do the traditional Christmas dinner. We actually do every year. We do uh, fondue. Oh, cool! And it's and it's and it's not cheese fondue. It's not chocolate fondue. It's actually meat fondue. And okay, so you do it in oil. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, different meats and everything, and then different sauces and. Uh, that's what we do and my kids love it. And if I joke around and tell them I'm not going to, uh, make it for this year for Christmas, they won't talk to me. (laughs) So, so I do it every year. Okay. That's pretty cool. Yep. It is. It is. What about you, Chuck? Have you got any, uh, family tradition that came from your parents that you're going to pass down now that you've got a new one? Yeah, so well, we still do it with my family every year. So my parents and my sisters and their kids, and that's apple picking every fall. Um, we'll do that again in a few, I guess, next month. And then uh, one other little quirky one that will always stand out to me is every year for Easter, in our Easter basket, 
me and both my sisters always got the little game pickup sticks. <laughs> and I'm going to do that for my kid. Every year she's going to get pickup sticks. If you can even still buy it. I assume you can on Amazon. I yeah. think you can. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, yeah so that's play one that. of those games that won't go away. Yeah, we play that every every Easter, every year growing up. Okay. Well, you know, if you ever get a, a, a thought to maybe expand that, uh, you can add a barrel of monkey. Oh, interesting. What about you, Gob? Do you have a family tradition that you're you're passing down to your daughter and or participating? Not with? really. I mean, we, we when we were younger, we did we did the pajamas before on Christmas Eve, and we do that still now. You too, eh? Um, yeah, I think a lot of people do that though. Okay. Um, what is it? Yeah, she, what do you do, GS? What'd you say? What do you do? Um, we get pajamas and wrap them up and put pajamas on them under the tree, and then every Christmas Eve they open the pajamas. They oh, that's pajamas. cool. Yeah, we all get a new pair of pajamas and we wear them to bed that night. Okay. Yeah. I mean, as as a kid, that just sucks. I'll tell you right now, you know, I'm I'm sure you realize that, you know, oh, get to open a prison on Christmas Eve. Oh, it's pajamas again. Come on. <laughs> why can't it be the squirt gun I want? You know why the tradition started, right? No. The tradition always, that tradition started. And the reason so many families do it is because the parents want their kids to have nice pajamas on when they're taking their, their pictures the next morning when they're opening their real presents. Oh, I see. The new parent in you is bringing that out. Okay, now I understand that, but it still sucked because you, know, yeah, you thought still you were getting for the a kid. real present. But... That's the motivation. Okay. But yeah, that makes perfect sense that your parents want pictures of you in pajamas that don't have holes in the the, the, the butt or, uh, you know, the, the waistband <laughs> is just, you know, you're holding, you're in the picture and you're holding your pajamas up with one hand with the present in the other. They don't want to see stuff exactly. like that. Okay. All right. So my final question here is if you could take a trip and it was all expense paid, where would you go? But keep in mind that you have to take your 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 childhood worst enemy. <laughs> Queen Mom, where, where would you say where your would you childhood go? worst enemy? Yeah, your your childhood bully, or if you didn't have a bully, but just your your sort of I mean, every kid had a nemesis, didn't they? They they either competed with on something or uh uh, was the one that, that, you know, I, I don't know how to exactly describe it when it wasn't exactly a bully, but, mm-hmm. you know, just that kid that you didn't like in school. You now have to take him on, on a trip. You can go anywhere you want, but where are you going to go? Gob? Who asked this question? I, I did. All these, oh, okay. we, when I stopped saying names of people that added these questions, you got into my <laughs> own bizarre little world. <laughs> um, if somebody's gonna pay for me to go on a trip, I'm gonna go to Italy with really your with your enemy. I don't really care who's there. I mean, if they're gonna pay for the trip, I'm going to Italy. <laughs> do I still hate this guy? I uh, I don't know. Do you? Do you? Do you <laughs> <laughs> he don't care. He's going to Italy. <laughs> um, if yeah, it gets I mean, you I a free trip, maybe I not. Can, I don't know. I can get along with pretty much anybody, so um, I can make it, I can make it work. I can make it work. Okay. I mean, I'm not it's saying that you got to share a hotel room with them. Just, you know. It's where my, it's where it's my family's from, so I would definitely go there for sure. Well, that explains maybe the uh, the connection to pizza somehow. So. Whereabouts? Yeah, tacos. Are, tacos and Italians? Uh, yeah, Italian tacos. 
Obviously. Italian tacos. I mean, I, there's, I know there's a fish taco and I think that it's just an abomination, but and I, I know you'll all probably say, oh, no, fish tacos are good, or at least tacos said that fish tacos were good. Uh, Italian tacos, what would be the uh, ingredients in that? I don't know. I was making that up. Okay, well, uh, your uh, project for the next show is what would be the ingredients in an Italian taco? Italian taco? Okay. I might make one. I'll give it a shot. All right. All right. You uh, report back to us on uh, the next show if you can. <laughs> and, do. I, I, and again, I'm going to start actually following up on these assignments like I do out with my uh, supervising stuff out in the field. Because as far as I know, Halligan has still not tried Chicago Mix. And the guy lives right near the city. I just don't understand. Uh, what are your feelings on uh, Chicago Mix, by the way, Chuck? The, uh, I, I have no idea what that is. What's Chicago Mix? I, Goblin, would you please tell Chuck what Chicago Mix is? Because he doesn't know. Oh, yeah, man. Rand turned me on to this, and then they had it at the Costco like the next time I went. Um, it's uh, sweet uh, caramel popcorn in the same bag as uh, cheddar popcorn. You know, oh. so like you used to get those tins at Christmas, right? Where they would yeah. have like the divider and the three different kinds. Yeah. Well, Chicago mix is just those two kinds and they're mixed together. And like, I didn't, I didn't think it sounded that legit when Rand was telling me about it the first time, but then I bought a bag. I'm like, I'm going to try it, you know, see how it is. It's five bucks at Costco. You pour that, you pour it into a bowl and it is gone. Like as soon as you turn around, it's really the, it's really, really good. It's really tasty. Yeah, once you told me what it was, I'm all in. That sounds awesome. All right, so great. Uh, Queen Mom, Chicago Mix, yes or no? Do you know what it is? Now, well, now you know what it is, but would you eat it? I've if- never, I've never, yeah, I'd try it, yeah. Okay, super. And uh, Queen Mom, if you could go on this uh, vacation with your childhood enemy, where would you be going? Well, I'd probably do what GS does because I just go anyways, regardless of who I was with. I would go to Holland. Okay. Any particular reason? Is it where family's from, or is it? Uh... Well, no. I lived. I lived in Holland when I was little, and I loved it there. And I remember everything about that place. When I was just, gosh, I was five. So I would love to go back. Chuck, what about you? Where would you go with your worst? Enemy? I. Would go to Machu Picchu, and if I really still hated this person, I could push him off a cliff. <laughs> See, now there's... <laughs> well, I, there you go. I, that's kind of along the lines I was thinking, you know, like maybe go to uh, a, a Nepal and, and get into the, the mountains there. Or um, in South America, you know those big, uh, the holes in the earth that are like 500 feet deep, and they're 400 feet across. And you, you can rappel down into them and stuff like that. I, I maybe want to go and see that because it's really, really neat. And maybe they're going to get stuck there. And <laughs> it's maybe a little dangerous too. <laughs> uh, you know, maybe an active volcano. That's another one I'd really like to go and see. And I know it's really dangerous. And, you know, if they just got left there, well, well yeah. not the end of my world. So, well. I've gotten all the bizarre questions that I could think of in a 20-minute period this afternoon after I got home. Have you guys got any questions you want to know from each other that uh, you haven't already found out in chat or you want to let everybody know about? I think maybe save it for the next one. Okay. Well, that's kind of where I was thinking is that uh, if anything strikes you now, we've kind of got the ball rolling with some of these bizarre things. And maybe we can encourage our listening audience to ask some of the weird questions that I always like getting. As far as I'm concerned, that brings us to the end of the show. Uh, have you guys got any shout-outs, Goblin Slayer? Yeah, I've got a couple. Um, 
first uh, two or four, uh, Sudo and his wife, Mrs. Sudo, they're, I know that Sudo is kind of visiting the rate it right now, so I've gotten to play with him a little bit, but I've been talking to those guys since you brought them into the family, Ran, and I've just, they get a lot of my dorky, corny references. They, we got a lot of the same, like, kind of interest. I feel like they're around the same age as I am, and, and they're huge fans of The Office and several other things, so... Um, shout out to those guys for like being cool and not making fun of me. Um, <laughs> and um, my buddy Jizza is leaving the game. Love that guy. Um, we built a clan together. Um, we've been playing together for a long time. We talk on the phone and we're good friends and have hung out in real life. So shout out to him. The game's going to suck a little bit without him, but um, we'll power through. How about you, Chuck? Uh, yeah, I mentioned his name earlier in the episode, but uh, Raylan Pago Blanco is one of my best friends in real life, and I've been on a number of podcasts now and never shouted him out. So, uh, yep, he's a good dude. He's really good at Clash, and uh, he is slightly ahead of me in the Builder Hall, and that pisses me off. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Queen Mom? Have you got a shout-out? Yes, I want to shout-out Jezza. Okay. I'm sad that yeah. he is leaving. Well, and I'm gonna miss him, and I love him, and I'll be stalking him <laughs> in Discord, and he better DM me every chance he gets. Kind of like we were all stalking you. You weren't stalking me. Well, were I, you? I didn't stalk you that much, but as a combined group, <laughs> we all stalked you. I mean, I'm sure that you know there wasn't, there didn't go a day where somebody didn't try and get a hold of you or tag well, you or something yeah. like that. So. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I also want to give a shout out to uh, Kill You, Kill You Dead, <laughs> the leader He's of Coast Air Farm. Yes, Scuba's brother. What did he do to deserve that today? Anything? Because he always, because <laughs> he always yells at me because I never shout him out. Oh, oh I see, <laughs> I see. It's a, it, it's a pity shout out. <laughs> Absolutely. As the. Uh, Co-host of a show, you can do pity shoutouts now. You know, you since you reoccurringly get a chance to do it every other show or every you know time we record, you can just yeah. But he he he's not gonna like it. That's gonna be considered a pity shoutout. So, uh, <laughs> oh well, um, poor Scuba because he's probably gonna have to listen to it, right? Uh, that's all right. Scuba gets plenty of shoutouts. I'll give yeah. I, uh, yeah I, I shout out all the time, Adam. <laughs> oh, jeez. I'm going to just shout out everybody in K2 for uh, listening to me when I said we needed to change our war plan. And they they really, I think it took them about a half a war to implement. And I don't know why they just listened to me and did what they did. Uh, just because I'm the leader or have that title, I, I, you know, there's a lot of people that are a lot smarter than me. And they just still said, yeah, we can work as a team. And that's why I'm giving them the shout out to... You know, there's a lot of great people in in my clan and in the family and stuff like that. But just as a team, I'm and uh, I guess my mom. So that's it. I don't have come up with uh, too many funny shoutouts, but uh, you feel free to if you've got somebody that just really deserves it. You always go ahead. So for Chuck, Queen Mom, Goblin Slayer, Hammerhead Meat, and this Clash File is closed. Visit us at www.theclashfiles.com. Follow us on Twitter at The Clash Files. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Spreaker, Stitcher Radio, or subscribe to the RSS feed on our website. If you have questions or comments, please tweet us or email us at hosts at theclashfiles.com. Be sure to rate and review us on iTunes. See you next week. Getting to hope you like.
like me Getting to know you Putting it my way But nicely You are precisely My cup of tea Getting to know you Getting to feel free and easy When I am with you Getting to know what to say Haven't you noticed Suddenly I'm bright and breezy Because of all the beautiful and new Learning about you day by to know you getting to know all about you when I am with you getting to know what to say haven't you noticed suddenly I'm bright and breezy because of all the Beautiful and new things I'm learning about you day by day. Queen Mom is my, uh, she's my hero, man. She's... She used to just straight bounce out of chats. Like, as soon as whatever was over, she was just out. Yes. And that's how I did it. Like, when I was on that tour with Jizza, like, as soon as, sometimes as soon as I did my second war attack, like, I deleted the, the, <laughs> nice. the chat, like, even before I left the clan. 